0: Yeah,
1: you could even do it
0: like um like the daring fireball. Like like this. Go. Like we're yeah.
1: chatting casually as uh hello there. Uh we're we're live on a podcast. <laughs> uh, it's level 210 and um I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Just, laughs> Cuz we don't uh, need a, we don't need
2: a place to start. There's no start. There's no end. There's ends. no start.
1: There's no start. Um, it just starts. The voice you just yeah. heard is John. How you doing, John? Hey.
2: I'm hanging in there.
1: Well, that's good. That's good. Um, yep. How are you? Uh, I can't complain. I've been um, overwhelmed uh, with the amount of great games uh, I've been trying to bounce b- between, um, as we'll, we'll chat about. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Aaron, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. You're um, not overwhelmed. You're not overwhelmed. How's. Nope. <laughs> it's it's like warming up as is, is Ohio treating you okay
0: uh so from what I hear there is a false spring or fool's spring as they call it uh-huh like and fool's gold yeah. Yeah. yeah and apparently that's what we're going through right now so we've had a couple of nice days where it's pretty warm like today I had the window open I did yesterday as well but then tomorrow it's going to drop back down to 30 so ooh, yeah apparently that's what we got going and okay. uh, I guess that the groundhog, what it did or didn't, I don't know. See the shadow, but either way, we're supposed to be getting six more weeks of winter. So,
1: you know that groundhog, <laughs> I never could believe that 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 <laughs> that curse yeah, word. Apparently,
0: uh, it's like only right like forty percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's not a way, I I don't believe. So
2: that you're better groundhog. off flipping a coin.
0: Yeah. Either Might way, well. though, spring comes on the same day every year, right? It's true. Yeah, I mean, the earth doesn't stop rotating.
1: Yeah. Because a stupid groundhog. Or, you, or you know, little the, Around the decides. sides. Yeah. yeah. Because of... uh, And that's the whole thing. It's a human interpreting what a groundhog sees. How do we know what this, this groundhog is actually seeing? They it's a, a, it's a human. I think
2: this is a big puppet <laughs> show. The groundhog should interpret us. They should look at us and tell (laughs) everybody what it thinks about the weather. Yeah.
1: It's almost like they should take the groundhog out, and if it craps or pees first, that should determine spring.
2: You know, I didn't watch Groundhog Day this year. I need to actually probably because it is really good. It really is, yeah. It's funny. You know, there's not many funny movies anymore. They don't make Yeah. It's funny, not the same. Good it's not movies. the same. No. All movie yeah, there's either a superhero or <laughs> it's like doesn't exist. There's nothing else. It's yeah. true. So uh yeah, I appreciate a good movie, a good funny movie like that. Um but there's no ga- there's no Nintendo games about about groundhogs, so we should probably talk about something.
1: There's not. Uh, I mean there's uh Majora's Mask with the which is kinda of Groundhog's Day.
2: Okay, that's fair. Um, Yeah, we could talk about Majora's Mask if you want.
1: (laughs) I'm always great talking about Majora's Mask. (laughs) Um,
2: There is Zelda. I guess we could talk about Zelda.
1: That's uh, that's a uh, segue. It is, but I think we first before we dive into this awesome direct, we got to talk about the earnings, which happened before the direct.
2: Oh, the boring stuff. Okay, the boring.
1: I mean, this Mm. stuff's exciting. The PS, um, the the Switch, this is a Nintendo podcast, has now outsold uh, the PS4, and its next target is the DS and the PS2. It's, and I think it'll get there—the 150 million target here.
2: I didn't even know they released like any earnings or anything. Okay.
1: So, um, total of 8.22 million Switch consoles this past quarter. Four point one six million OLED, two point nine eight regular, and one point oh eight light. That's a lot total, of lights. A total of a hundred and twenty two and a half million systems. So yeah, close wow. on that uh that one fifty number.
2: And they're still churning out. What how many is that? That's like That was eight this uh quarter. It's like eight. That's eight so this if you, quarter. If you
1: multiply that with just being um gracious and say they won't get any more than eight. 8, uh, 16, 20, 32. And uh, so within a year, they could hit that just with 8 and a quarter. 22 10, plus 32. And I have to imagine this new Zelda game will um, encourage some some sales. I would, I'd have to imagine this being the case. Oh, yes. Yeah.
2: So does that mean, like, the Switch is going to be the
1: best-selling system of all time? I think so. And And the thing is, the PS2... It is a gaming console, that I would argue at least half of those sales were because it was the lowest cost uh, DVD player available at the time.
2: Hmm, that's fair.
1: I I really think this is the case. I mean, that's why I initially... Uh, 155 yeah. million PS2s.
2: I don't know. That's still a long way to go.
1: It's. I think the Switch has at least a year left, maybe more. And I think,
0: yeah, probably about a year and a half.
1: And if they're on this pace, this was a holiday quarter mind you. So I don't know um how you know what the average will be quarter quarter. Okay,
2: well, I mean if they're doing eight, they did eight this past quarter, if they continue to do eight, yeah. That would so, that would be just over a little over 3 quarters for them to hit that number if yeah, they just continue where they're, they're at. They're
1: striking distance. Now the, the the ultimate question too is the successor to the switch. Will it be in the switch family where you know it's like the new 3DS is technically still part of the, the 3DS numbers, like Nintendo could use this, <laughs> the numbers here to make it uh even that more impressive. Um, okay. and there were new 3DS exclusive games, uh, so you could have exclusive games on the new hardware, but it supports the wider fair, ecosystem.
2: There were like four, there were like yes. four games: you
1: Xenoblade, <laughs> um. <laughs> what else you can't rare? even
2: name you can't even name any other uh, <laughs> Majora's and then there's Mask a hot... was, was that Majora's Mask exclusive oh, yes, I think it was, it was. yeah
1: and yet, they had the special edition that I got uh, that was a hard thing to get there yeah that was like crazy days um, and then there was um, I want to say there was a um, Hyrule Warriors type game
2: mm, maybe yeah
1: one of those but yeah uh, you know the hope is they would do a better job kind of like of of having more exclusives with a Switch Pro if they did that. Uh, and I don't know what you call it, uh, Super Switch, you know?
2: Well, I mean, if it just pumps out the existing games at, like, better frame rates and stuff, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't I mean, need thing, to be... The thing
1: is, they should be able to run... That's a hard thing. It's like the PS4 or PS5 thing. It sucks that there are... You know, there's starting to be more PS5 exclusives, and those are really cool games to see, but... Um, it's, it's less the cross generational stuff is less fun than pure exclusives, I would say. Being able to take full advantage of the hardware in that way. Yeah, I agree. Um, but there is a transition period for most consoles, and, uh, this one's longer because, uh, it's been hard to buy the consoles up until recently. Um, so now the software sales, um, are getting very impressive. I believe we are. Um, almost going to hit a billion, a billion software sales for the switch in entirety so far, trying to find the actual number for how many they have in total.
0: But what did the, Wii sell <laughs> software wise? Yeah. I don't think the switch will ever get close to that. Well,
1: the switch is the digital ecosystem. That's much more vibrant I... than the, we did. Uh, yeah, but... All right,
2: we Okay, here's some numbers from Nintendo's website. The Wii's best-selling game, not including Wii Sports, because I'm not including that, it was packed in. It was yeah. Mario Kart Wii with 37 million copies versus the Switch's uh, best-selling game, is Mario Kart 8,
1: 52 million
2: copies. So just
1: so, based on okay, that... So Switch has <laughs> reached uh, 994... Point three zero million in software sales. Uh it's well above the DS at 948. And um yeah, so it is already, I believe, passed the Wii because the other closest one is Nintendo DS 948. So uh this this next quarter it will pass one billion Gosh. in software sales. Scarlet and Violet
2: are already at 20 million copies that's just wild the they're at broken. they're the seventh best-selling switch game's game of broken. all time <laughs> that is insane they're gonna pass breath of the wild it's at 29 million like the, all these numbers are insane remember in breath of the, wild, for Animal Crossing?
1: the attach rate for the switch because the switch was hard to find everyone's just buying copies of breath of the wild
2: yeah that was a pretty crazy time it was Gosh, yeah, these just crazy numbers. Thirty million copies of Super Smash Brothers that for just one
1: generation—that's
2: that's just crazy. That's
1: another game where they brought over from the Wii U. Like the Wii, the Wii U. Uh, did they know like, this was a new one? This was uh, Super Smash Brothers. It felt like the was Ultimate on yeah. Switch is. It, it really feels like the Wii U version, just like. I don't know, brought forward.
2: Well, I'm sure it's the same engine, but I don't know. Like, uh, I will, you know, it's, a pretty, yeah. it's pretty different.
1: I mean, I, I feel like Nintendo must uh, see the Wii U era as, like, research and development in the public, and then the Switch is where <laughs> they get to capitalize on all these yeah, games they probably. developed. We were, Just like, the, waste, the beta yeah, testers of these games. a waste of time.
2: I guess you got to add in a couple million Mario Kart 8 copies for the Wii U version. because oh, There were like just, uh, a good
1: 8 million there, I think, or
2: something. Gosh, yeah. That's crazy. It was crazy. Almost a
1: one-to-one one attach rate for that on the, the Wii U. <laughs> it was like the highest <laughs> attach rate game of all time, for not including packets. Oh, gosh.
2: Man, that's crazy. Mario Kart 7 on 3DS was the best-selling 3DS game. It sold 18, almost 19 million copies. So, the Switch just is literally tripled that almost. It's crazy. For Mario Kart. Yeah. It is pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and like the Switch, you know, it's a handheld. So, people my b- multiple, like I upgrade to OLED, past mine down. So, like, it's getting new software sales from a lot of people in my family that aren't, you know, aren't me. So, it's like, oh, no. It's, it's, it, yeah, it feels like, the, you know, with most consoles, like PS5, there's one per household, and they share the console handhelds. It feels like you can have, like, a whole family uh, of different systems, and you're buying multiple games to the same household sometimes.
2: Uh, I'm surprised the Switch Lite's still selling. I mean, it's sold a million in one quarter. That
1: seems like a I'm lot. I'm surprised how low the light is.
2: Oh, really? You think it's low? I thought that
1: was kind of high. Like, it seems like a cute little system. Like, well... I guess p- people are just opting for oh I want the por- the switch nature of it. Like this really shows that, that the the uh, ability to like be on a TV is part of the selling point. Like I I didn't think that was like I thought the handheld nature was all people really cared about.
2: Yeah, but I feel like this is more for like kids and like a second, you know, like
1: I don't know. Um if if Nintendo was better about having multiple systems that have full access I think a lot of people would buy a Switch Lite just to play their games in that form factor. Yeah,
0: I think so, too. Yeah. But I also think that all their systems are too expensive. I don't know why they haven't really had a price drop at this point. <laughs> because they're still selling <laughs> it. Se- yeah. Were, they outsold be the, the, yeah, the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Think about like all these games that got pushed back because of COVID. Do you think that they're gonna have a console ready within the next two years? I don't really think so. We might hear something, but they're not gonna have anything ready. And do you think that the Switch will still last another two years with the Scarlet Violet? I issue? think. I mean. I, I mean. Think so this so is the last Metroid, year of the Switch.
1: Metroid Prime proves that you can make beautiful games that kind of. I think, in many ways, rival what the current gen is er, is doing. Like, um, I have been hooked up to a TV. But uh it, it's damn impressive. You right? might need to though because <laughs> it's see
0: because the PS5 hooks up to a TV and does 4K. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, so I was listening to um and one of NWR's podcasts and the guy just finished Dead Space and he was like kind of blown away that Metroid Prime it, it, it didn't it was pretty it, it seemed like it wasn't a big downgrade as far as visual quality. So like de- developer, some developers know how it does does how it works. And then you have Game Freak that that uh, doesn't know what's going on. Uh,
3: yeah,
2: yeah, I
1: don't know.
2: Um, yeah, I mean the price drop is one of those things where you would anybody if you'd ask all of us, I feel like we would have said five years ago, of course it's gonna it would have you know of course it's gonna drop in price, but it hasn't. But it keeps selling at the same point. You know, it'll so,
1: drop in price once sales drop off.
2: Like, well, I right? I think I think the new Switch is gonna come next year by next holiday 2024 i think we'll have it okay that's
1: i don't think i mean the chip shortage seems to be
2: pretty hardcore here like the uh, chip shortage
1: seems to be relaxing a bit uh it will be curious to see see, like the um transitional period like at some point they need to have their devs start working on launch games but they seem to have a good pipeline for switch games And yeah, I I don't know with this new system, it might be a situation where like PS4, PS5, same architecture, probably the same architecture with Switch 2 where they could have a pretty nice transition.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since we've gotten a full like 3D Mario. They could have one ready to go for a new system for that and, you know, upgrade the latest, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, maybe do a big update that makes it run a lot better on the new switch or whatever it's called. And
1: do we know if it runs a uh, decent
2: wasn't the, didn't the trailer have gameplay footage? Did
1: it? Okay. It didn't
2: look
0: bad to me,
1: but yeah.
0: I think some of that footage was gameplay. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was gameplay.
1: Okay. It looks um, pretty good.
0: Know... If they just came out with a new model that was pretty much just the same things you could hook up like your current, uh, like joy cons, but then the back, let's say it was a little bit thicker. So that way it could just support a little more like hardware in there. And all they had to do was have it do 4K and just upscale your current games. That's pretty much all they would need.
2: I'd take like 1440p. Yeah, 1440p yeah, is what 40 we need. p
0: would be nice, yeah.
1: Maybe a four yeah, maybe four K output for menus and yeah. UI. Yeah, that would be nice.
3: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
1: So um with that said, uh, should we jump into the direct, the Nintendo Direct? yes so uh it opened with a banger i believe pikmin 4 was the opening game and that's a banger huh i'm hell of excited for this thing so we got the teaser last year got a date uh, july 21st and we got a pikmin that can freeze water pretty awesome and we got this adorable dog and um i'm excited for this thing this is great pikmin 3 was a masterpiece i loved one and two as well i played those on the Wii versions and uh I'm very excited for this thing. This it's always a game filled with wonder and delight, and it's always a compact package. It's not like a hundred-hour game. It's a nice, you know, ten to twenty-hour game, and it's they're uh, they're they're delightful. So, I'm very excited.
2: It definitely yeah. got a upgrade as far as like how it looks. I feel like
1: yeah, and it looks like we're back to collecting treasures versus um fruit. Uh, no more juice in the fruit. Mm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm and there was uh what appeared to is it possible they have us play some stuff at night and just super dangerous at night i i think that could be a thing yeah it looks
2: like that's gonna be that's gonna be something in there for sure that could
1: be that could be interesting and quite terrifying actually
2: (laughs) maybe have like a (laughs) clock mechanic where they're you know you gotta do certain things at night or you only have a certain amount of time or who that be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Day and night. Maybe it's in real time, like Animal Crossing.
1: Ooh. Be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um so this is like Miy- Miyamoto's like pet you know, franchise. And I always like to see what they do with us. And uh yeah, yeah, um coming out uh in July. So very excited cool. for that.
0: I think it looks kind of boring, to
1: be honest. (laughs) Now, Aaron, have you played any of the Pikmin games? Yeah, I played
0: Pikmin 3, and it looks exactly like Pikmin 3. Yeah. And I I was just like, eh, Pikmin 3 was all right. All right. It was... um, Your heart
1: didn't warm... <laughs> By the, the pick the and fly thing, and the noise the name
0: that I really liked was when you got the fruit and then it squeezed it in the juice. I thought that that whole thing was cool. And then did I it make like, you want to
1: grab like a, a orange juice when you were playing the yeah, game? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yep. And that's about it
1: because I okay. like fruits, I like juice, sure.
0: And but other than that, no, okay, I did not want to go back and play the others.
1: Okay, that's
2: fair. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just think that visually it looks a lot better. I mean, it's been like 10 years since the last one came out, almost Pikmin yeah. 3. So Yeah.
1: Time flies when you're There's
2: actual like depth of field in this game. Like it actually looks <laughs> like there's something going on in the distance cuz like the blur <laughs> and effects and stuff. So Yeah. That'll be cool to see. Uh but yeah, it does look, look like more Pikmin, which is, you know, if you're not Aaron, I guess that's a good thing for a lot of people, <laughs> but uh-huh. if, you, if you if your heart's not warmed by Juicing yeah. strawberries. I, and... I was
1: almost in tears watching the Incredibles Pikmin three with Pikmin singing. Wow, that's pretty hardcore. It's, it's a very yeah, emotional
2: moment of Pikmin. Yeah, I didn't know you yeah. were this attached to Pikmin.
1: they're just so delightful. These little, these little yeah. creatures. Yeah. Um, and the ice stuff looks like a a cool addition for puzzle mechanic reasons. Like, just you know. Imagine crossing a lake, which would have been, you could have killed your Pikmin. You can now just freeze it and just walk over. It could be cool. Um, it seems like the logical next step. Yes, yes. Yeah, you have flying. We've, like, yeah. What are the other elements we don't have yet? <laughs> um, so uh, a little bit out of order, but I want to jump to Metroid Prime Remaster. This was a shadow drop. It dropped immediately after the direct for $40 this is um the added dual stick uh controls and this is more than just an an automatic upraising of the game this is handcrafted they went through it they redid some of the geometry uh some of the models like it looks like if someone said this was a a remake you know it, it feels more handcrafted than what a what you'd expect from some of these uh re-releases and it also has the motion controls if you want them um, with your with your Joy-Cons. It has like a hybrid mode of gyros with uh, some sticks and has the traditional mode. And I hear you can even cook, hook up a GameCube controller to your Switch and use the original controls on a GameCube controller, which is what? pretty dope. What? Yeah, I might have to do that. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. But um, I just got my booster ball. Um, this is the farthest I've ever made it inside of Metroid Prime, and I have which to say, which ones have you played? What's that? Which ones have you played? Only I played about like forty minutes of Prime One, and I got stuck and and gave up. Um, initially on the Wii U with the <laughs> trilogy, I got the trilogy, and I gave up really quickly.
2: Wow, that's pretty quick. You didn't even like Google yeah. how to how to like get I, past
1: it. I was it? just I was, I was kind of frustrated with the. I think I remember pointing. exactly
0: where you 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 were in a room, <laughs> and you were asking me about that room, Uh-huh. and like how to get out, and yeah, so <laughs> like that must a decade be where you ago. gave up, like a
1: decade ago, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. I'm and uh, I'm blown away by it. It's beautiful, especially on the OLED switch. Controls feel perfect. Um, the whole locking on and targeting people and using the dual sticks. It feels just, yeah, this feels like a modern game. Um, and I've had some boss fights that were really intense. you scan the boss, learning about the boss during the fight. And, um, the transition from first person to the morph ball is just a beautiful thing. And I'm going into this game, having played all of the 2d Metroids last year, the year before. And I'm now like, a Metroid person. I wasn't a Metroid person when I tried it last time around. So you played all the 2D Metroids. Yeah, I played. I played Metroid Dread, uh, and did all that I could in that game. Then I went back and played uh, the Metroid games in order. Um, pulling out my 3DS to do uh, Samus Returns there, and um, got an emulator to play Fusion, and so I did did all all of them sequentially. And then I played Dread again to to close it out. So you yeah. played
2: Super Metroid, right?
1: I did uh, okay, was the first okay. time playing it. Played that on the Switch uh, with the NSO. And uh, yeah, and alert: um, so we're getting Metroid Fusion on Switch. So, And we're getting we're Met- right Samus Returns on Switch. So uh, all the 2D games, I believe, will be represented within Switch. You won't get the better versions of them like the 3DS version of 2, but you can play the original Metroid. Um, Which you probably shouldn't play. You should probably play the um, remake, (laughs) and you can. You also be able to play uh, Metroid Two with the with the Game Boy release, and then you'll have Fusion. You'll have Dread. I think you'll have. What's the remake of Metroid One? Yeah, there is a remake of Metroid One. Metroid One remake. It's uh, was on the GBA. Um, what was it called? Check out Zero Mission. Zero Mission, Zero Mission is a really Oh yeah, one. Zero Mission. Yeah, that that's the one to play if you want to get into the story.
0: Uh, but I feel like in a lot of ways, Zero Mission feels like a totally different game.
1: But it's 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 just like yeah, I never an enjoyable really thought of, it as a of the original. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, original. No. It's like why? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Zero Mission and then the 3DS version of two. Those are that's how you should experience it today. Unless you really want to go back and see how it was. And I, I, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, to, yeah,
0: kind of frustrating, especially when you start back up and you have to go get all your
1: health back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's actually a map in Zero Mission that, like, you don't have to wander aimlessly in Metroid 1. Uh, yeah, that was frustrating. Yeah. So. Yeah, so you will be able to play in the original form, I believe, all the two D Metroids pretty soon. And uh, Prime is just one. I hope. He... Do you guys think we get two and three before four comes out on Switch? Um,
0: maybe. I thought I saw an article that said that they were willing to like make or like someone like wanted to make them, but I don't think that they've even started on it. So if they've already started on four, we might not see it until after.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I wonder if like the sales of this I wonder what the sales are first off. Dread sold great. I wonder if this sells amazing and that would inspire the remakes to come out. And I also wonder if they would spend as much time on 2 and 3 or if they'd just do a quick and quick and dirty kind of like let's get it out kind of thing.
0: No, I think they would spend as much time cuz they want to be like a true like remaster I hope so. like this one.
1: Like, it'd be so nice when, if you had all four on Switch in this kind of, like, polished, perfect state. This is... Yeah, that'd be amazing, you know?
0: I mean, it would make sense, because in a lot of ways, that's what the Switch has been doing with so yeah. many... Yeah. so It's, many like, series, the best so. place
1: to play a lot of stuff, yeah. And uh, the Metroid Prime 3 never had uh, joystick control. It was always the point click version. The uh, Wii, Wii controls. Mm-hmm.
2: Which... Were
1: really good though.
2: That was actually they were. Yeah, one of the best controlling Wii games.
1: At the same time, I just I'm lazy. Other than
2: like the turning of the 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 turning, you had to do a lot of turning. Um, Yeah. And there's and they had this mechanic where you kind of had to like push forward. Oh yeah, and then turn. And turn and it didn't work very well. Like the pushing forward, like never, (laughs) never like yeah. You, you, you know, sit there and, like, Samus's hand would be, like, just doing these things for, like, five minutes and, like, pounding. <laughs> you're like, oh, just open the door! Um, other than that, though, aiming worked really well, though. You know, if yeah.
1: if Nintendo made a
2: VR headset, uh,
1: these Prime games would be just aces, right? With this translate like,
2: well? That cardboard one you can make? I mean that's not
1: uh, the optimal experience. I would say. No, it is pretty (laughs) optimal. All
0: you need to do is just get a strap for it. I mean, the OLED switch would
1: look uh, pretty good. I think with that. Yeah, like two inches from your eyes. I think I have it. It'd look pretty
3: good.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways,
2: yeah, I'm gonna get this when it comes out, and you can like physically hold it.
1: Yeah, you're getting the cartridge. Yeah, I'm gonna get
2: the cartridge. Yeah, I, I
1: yeah. instantly, I instantly bought this thing digitally. Like, yeah, it's, I was you know, tempted because it looks. And, and it forty does bucks look really not good. bad. Forty bucks not bad. Yeah, I
0: really wanted to get this digitally, but you know, I knew that my Switch was not gonna run it that well, so I was just like, no, I'm gonna hold off on that. But then I ended up getting it, the the uh, physical edition though. Yeah. Oh, you got and, the and physical.
1: I, the the. Yeah. Uh,
0: Switch games, pre-ordered it, pre-ordered, yeah, yeah.
1: Switch physical games hold their value extremely well. Um, Like, yeah, they seem to be (laughs)
2: be a lot more limited, even, even like full. Everyone seems to make less of them, is what I'll say. You know, it's not like before where you could guarantee like go into the store and know that yeah that popular they're, game they're was going to be there. So yeah. it's
1: expensive to have stock on shelves that isn't going to sell. Is that part of the rationale? Maybe
2: I think that's part of the rationale. I think you know they don't want to over. No one wants to overproduce. The cartridges do cost money, especially if it's a bigger game, because you have to go through different like sizes. They have like yeah, Breath of the Wild, or,
1: um, of Kingdoms, eighteen gigabytes. So just over the threshold of the sixteen gigabyte threat. Yeah, it'll so, it'll, it'll yeah. need
2: a thirty-two gig cartridge. Yeah. yeah. So that'll get ex- that's could be one of the reasons why the game costs more too. Like Nintendo's like, screw that, we're gonna <laughs> We're never gonna call, you know, pass that cost over to you. Yeah. But uh yeah, I know and just just this day and age, I feel like it's definitely a thing where especially the kind of mid tier to lower tier like indie games, like if it's on physical, like you're better off you know, getting it sooner rather than later, because it's not a thing where they're going to print and print and keep reprinting the game.
1: So I um, have
0: to put that stuff on it. That tastes really good. It's true.
1: So Aaron, um, you kind of mentioned your switch would not run, um, games so hot. Um, was yeah. Metroid the thing that inspired you to get to join the OLED club with me and John here?
0: No, I wanted the Metroid, but that wasn't the thing. I was just like overall just wanting to play games in general on my Switch. Yeah. And it was, I don't think you guys really understand my day one <laughs> Switch was,
1: I mean, it, I kinda it's in bad s- shape. Yeah, I, I you need to make <laughs> some videos, like uh, just hold yeah, your comparing- iPhone off. Yeah.
2: It works so well you gave it to your wife to use.
0: Yeah, cuz she wants to play Animal Crossing and I was like, I think I think that'll work. That'll she work. She yeah. play Mario Kart and I'm like, I i played Mario Kart on there. So, that should I think work. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up getting like the OLED um what ended up happening is I was laying in bed and I had my phone out and I was just looking at it online. I was like, I can just order this and it'll be here in the morning. But then I <laughs> fell asleep with my phone in my hand and I woke up and I was like, Oh, I should put the order in and then I put it in and it was there that afternoon. So
1: It's a wonderful world. It
0: is, yeah. So yeah, I have an OLED switch now. It's pretty nice. Um
1: You got the white.
0: I got the yeah, yeah. So everything white. matches. I, I couldn't stand getting the the red and blue. I just hate that color scheme. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> that, that's something. I'm surprised they haven't updated. Like it's yeah. still the
2: red and blue from launch. Like, they yeah. You think they'd have switched uh, in any other colors? colors. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. an inventory nightmare, probably too.
1: Oh, I bet. But
2: yeah, still red and blue. Like, yeah. Come so on. You, have
1: the, you have the white PS5, you got the white uh, Xbox Series S, and the white Switch now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. white. Like electronics, I they do look have. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, clean. it looks really cool having the all the three current things in white. Now I just need to get a new uh, case for my PC, and then it'll be white. But oh, there you it's, go. It's the only thing that's black right now. How you like that kickstand? Oh, isn't, the kickstand pretty nice. Even though I don't use it, I just kind of folded it out a few times, and I was like... The thing that surprises me the most about it is how the uh, like hinges are... like They really go in. There's a lot of space that they take up, and it just kind of makes me wonder, like, what is all that empty space doing
1: there on the other switch. Yeah. I love how far (laughs) back it can go. Like you can have it like on a table, just like just slightly angled up or on your belly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I like to do it. Your your chest. while you have the joy cons in your hand or an N64 controller in your hand or something. It's, it's kind of nice.
2: I don't know. The yeah. plastic
0: feels better too. It feels like oh, because it's a little softer. Oh, because it's plastic. It's metal.
2: Oh, is it actually metal? Yeah. Now? So
0: the, the plate is metal.
2: Ooh. Oh, I didn't oh, know yeah, that. Oh, yeah.
0: That. yeah was the sand some... is metal. Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, it's, it's And pretty cool. performance. How is is it a oh, revelation? yes. Yeah. It...
0: So immediately when I turned it on, I launched up. Uh, Breath of the Wild. I could tell that it was like just running <laughs> smoother, and then when I connected it to my TV, I could tell that it was just more stable. Mm. It just like feels smooth overall, even for like longer sessions. Which my other Switch, after like a couple of hours playing, you can tell that thing was getting hot. Fans. <laughs> the were, fan like, was kicking, running. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It was wild. <laughs> it even. I think the thing would get so hot at times it started to um, kind of bend out the back plate. It was kind of warped. It's still, it, I could show you guys some some pictures. It's your pretty, battery like expanding? No, the battery did not expand because I checked. It, it's not the battery. <laughs> it's just got, I think, too hot. Um, but yeah. And I got some bad Joy-Con drift. I told my wife about mm-hmm. that. I'm like, if you're ever just running straight, you might have to hit that thing a few times.
2: <laughs> you, have you tried like cleaning it or? I've tried or everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is it's what
2: bad. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We need the uh, We need the uh Pro Pro Joy-Cons with the removable joysticks.
2: They have those third-party ones that are like kind of big and
0: bulky. They're kind of like Pro Joy-Cons.
1: Yeah. With like big well, grips on them.
2: I
0: did give her a Pro controller too. Well, she already had one whenever we would like play Mario Kart. So I was just like you can just use the kickstand and use this Pro controller. There you go. You That's the way to play. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to play.
1: Mm-hmm. So you need to find someone with a cartridge of Pokemon Violet and see if it's up to your standards now.
0: Yeah, I guess now I could actually order it again. So what they did is they like blacklisted it from my like serial number system. So you can't and even so, so they,
1: do it digitally?
0: Yeah, so when I ordered it digitally last time, they ask you for your serial of your system, and that's how they take it away from you.
1: Okay, but you have a new serial number. So, serial, wow. yeah, so I can So you can try can, it again. <laughs> yeah. And you might get a return if it's not up to your standards. Wow. Uh, no, I don't think they would do it
0: again. Cuz it's I
1: your didn't. account, not just your serial number that's registered.
0: Well, no, now I think I can probably buy it Sorry. again. But I think it just like blacklisted from that one console.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, their it system makes sense, might be so old
2: they don't. Well, yeah, it makes sense because yeah. they might not have a way of revoking a purchase, but their mm-hmm. system they can block a system from downloading it. So they, instead of like revoking a purchase, or yeah. something, I mean the just thing like is,
1: blocking Aaron, you a could system. just uh, get the other version of the game. <laughs> that's true. I could get the other version,
0: but <laughs> yeah. you know, I just feel so burned by that game that I just don't want to put in the effort
1: to no, play it again. That's fair. Yeah, I mean it was a magical was experience, but I get it. Yeah, I mean I it was it. fun for
0: like the oh, two go hours. On sale.
1: Oh yeah, Pokemon Games go and sell all the time. Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, we got some new game consoles in the NSO. So for the base NSO, Game Boy is here with Game Boy color mode, Game Boy Pocket Mode, and OG Green Game Boy Mode. And uh for that, we are launching with um Tetris which is amazing version of Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyle's Quest, Game and Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, Metroid 2 Return of Samus, Wireland 3, and Kirby's Dream Land, um, Oracle of Ages and Seasons, Pokemon Trading Card Game, and Kirby's Tilt and Tumble are for the future, and I love that Tilton tumbles here because that means they are programming in accelerometer support to a ROM, which I just, I, I love that. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, this isn't the first time that they've kind of, like, done, like, some updated stuff to these to these versions. So they add, like, online features to some of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. the
2: online, I mean, GoldenEye runs at 720p on the Switch. Yeah.
1: so It looks pretty good. Yeah, so we'll talk about the upgrades going on. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, the the Game Boy. This is this is great. It's awesome. Um, especially on the Switch OLED, these Game Boy games look really good. Especially considering when you,
1: yeah, it's it's all contrast.
2: The contrast. I mean, and plus, you used to play them on that tiny little square screen, and now it's on this big, big, night screen. Uh, I just found it curious that they released Tetris the original version, not the DX version. But on Link's Awakening, they released the DX version. I mean, and everyone not remembers the original, the original Tetris.
1: No one remembers the DX version of Tetris. It, it's the same game, as just in color with color <laughs> assets. Exactly. Who remembers color? Tetris son of the game. Who Boy.
0: remembers Link's Awakening DX? Uh, I do, because that was the one I always played on. <laughs>
2: yeah, but that's okay. So there's <laughs> you and there's other people, and then there's me who play Tetris DX. And I'm like, why do okay. you not include Tetris DX?
1: I think we had we had maybe like two games. We, um, we had Tetris, of course, and we also have Jurassic Park. Those are my only memories of the Game Boy as a no kid. No Pokemon? No Pokemon. Yeah, no Pokemon. No Pokemon. Castlevania. No, and none of that. Oh man, might I, be I a played couple Game others. Boy more
0: than anything growing up. Yeah, me too. It was um, so much.
1: The Game Boy. Game Boy was relegated to only live in our van to be used on car trips.
2: Why? Why was it relegated That's to like only the worst be used in place for just, it? That was but just yeah, the you're rule. gonna get like vomited by playing <laughs> this Game
1: Boy. That was the
0: rule. <laughs> Oh it was like no light. Did you have to use that crappy little no? Light we stick? had uh we
1: had uh, a van that had overhead a uh, little light, a personal light overhead. That's, yeah. a, even that's worse. illegal.
0: That's illegal. <laughs>
1: we broke the law playing our Game Boy.
2: Wow, that's very interesting. My yeah. Game Boy was like my personal system that I like took everywhere. Yeah, like, It was too. always with me. Yeah, I had we the had the big
1: Game Boy uh, OG Game Boy, the fat one.
2: I had the teal Game Boy Color.
1: Ooh, I
2: and like this little like pouch thing that I just carried every single game I owned
1: around with <laughs> like it was probably the worst
2: <laughs> idea as a kid now looking back like man I could have just lost like yeah. hundreds of dollars with all these games but no I did I brought them everywhere
1: so uh, what games do you want to see here and uh, if Pokemon does come will it connect to Pokemon Home in some way like the 3DS games did to Spank
0: oh I didn't even think about that it's got to they have to do that
2: yeah It's pretty easy for them to insert that. I'm not going to say easy. Well, they've already done it. They've already already done it, it yeah. Um, I'd also like to see that the Game Boy games work with Pokemon Stadium in some regard as well. I don't know, because they have Pokemon Stadium coming to the N64. Like, what if these actually... That and Mario Tennis for Game Boy hooked up to the N64 game. So I'd like to see some regard, like a Game Boy connectivity there.
1: evidently... Originally had Pokemon Stadium of no sharing a Pokemon. The new trailer removed that line. Um, oh, really? I guess there's some trailer that got updated that removed hmm. that tidbit. So I don't know if that means anything or just like some random. Interesting.
2: Even yeah, Game Boy. There's a lot of Game Boy games. Um, the thing about Game Boy is there's a lot of licensed games. Like I don't even know yeah. if they're gonna they're gonna come because they're all, you know. A lot of properties you might not be able to see, but I—I I mean, it's kind of weird they kind of skipped Mario Land One and went straight to Mario Land Two.
1: Yeah, same thing with uh, was it Wario?
2: Wario Wario Land uh, Wario Land is uh, the third Mario Land, right? Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have the
0: two that they don't have Mario Land One. I remember playing two on uh, like the Game Boy back in the day, but I don't remember playing any other Mario game. So kind of glad that they picked that one. That's just interesting.
2: Yeah, it might be better. Um, I never, never actually played. I'm. I played. So they have the Game Boy Advance ones.
1: Yes, which is coming to the expansion pack, people. And um, so this will come with Super Mario Advance Four, Super Mario Brothers. Okay, Super Mario Brothers Three is Advance Four. Yes, and it includes the e-reader levels. Now, explain what these things are. Gosh,
2: Uh, so. Game Boy Advance had the e-reader, which was like Amiibo of its day, where you would insert this little e-reader thing into your Game Boy and slide the, the cards through the e-reader, and it, based on that, it would insert data into the game. So they had things where you could play old NES games. You would scan uh-huh. like eight cards, and it take like eight cards worth of data <laughs> to have like a whole NES game, and you could play that there.
1: These are like DLC um, codes without the internet.
2: It's kind of yeah. So yeah, but so for Mario uh, Advance Four and a couple other games, you would scan these cards in, and they would give you all these extra levels that weren't so, available if you didn't have the cards. In
1: today's modern life, can you print these cards out? Is that a thing? Like people printing cards out to scan mm, them? I don't do...
2: think so. I have some of the cards. Seems like you could scan them and like easily... they're still in the pack. So I don't even know what they look like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, it's literally like a barcode, like not like a barcode scanner, but like yeah. a credit card scanner. So yeah, you like have an to IR. have some way to like. Oh, it's like a metallic. It's like a metallic. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's it's, no, it's like an no, You've never seen no... a Game Boy e card reader?
1: No. So there's no. What? Um, there's no QR code or there's no barcode. No, no,
2: no, no, no. It's literally like you put in like a credit metallic. card, and slide it, and it's yeah, metallic. So you have yeah, to figure yeah. out a
1: way to program that card.
2: Yeah. So. That's a bit harder. It's probably harder. It's probably not worth it. I don't even know how you would load what kind of machine <laughs> would load that kind of data onto right? like a yeah. well, it's magnetic. So I guess they you would just use a slider and sure. magnetically reverse this the slide. People are probably smart. What all these fake with credit you know fake credit yeah. cards do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it's cool that they, those extra levels are there because one. They're really good levels. This is the okay. best way to play Super Mario. If you want to play Super Mario Bros. Three, this is the best way to play so Super Mario Bros. Three.
1: Levels are they in their own world? Or are they intermixed? They're like
2: extra. It's like extra worlds. I think.
1: Are you able to play these without playing the entire game first?
2: I don't think so. No.
1: Okay, so I have to play it through the rest. You of You got to play through,
2: and I think there's extra it's levels. A, that's yes. a, hard game.
1: Yeah, it's
2: a hard game. Um, yeah, but it's really good. I think the Game it's Boy good. Advance one is a little bit more accessible, honestly, because yeah. it's tweaked in a couple of regards. Okay? Yeah. you have like the
0: rewind now, and oh, you got rewind. Yeah, save states, Save states, mm-hmm. yeah. I gotta say,
1: Game Boy Advance is such a special machine. Like the 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 actual hardware felt so perfect. Like yeah, it was just, like the perfect form factor, and it was so short lived. And it feels like the switch is like kind of like a modern day version of like that form factor a little bit with like just the controls on each side and yeah
2: yeah my handheld emulator reminds me of Game Boy Advance a lot so it's, it's a bit
1: smaller yeah because it's a yeah. bit smaller so we're also getting WarioWare Mega Micro Games with the dollar sign Akiro Kiro Kirin Mario Kart Super Circuit uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Super excited about that one. That is a great series. And The Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap, which is also yes. an excellent addition uh, here. It came out, I think, when the DS had come out, so not many people played that as a result. And coming soon, Metroid Fusion. So excited for that. Um, Such a good game, and uh, was very hard to play prior without an emulator. <laughs> uh, Herbie and the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, The Blazing Blade, F-Zero, Maximum Velocity, and Golden Sun. So some good titles coming yeah
2: yeah about time game boy this is good i like game boy. it's a this handheld is, uh...
1: and we're getting hand. yeah this is perfect yeah
2: um i played that one what was that night of the Wa- what what is that night in the woods what was that game uh that you listed for game boy color i never played alone it before.
0: in the, dark? Alone alone in the dark? dark yeah what a weird like game yeah because i played the one like they came out on like xbox 360 i believe and it was garbage
2: yeah, I mean this game is garbage.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna straight up tell you this game.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's it looks pretty
2: bad. The thing about Game Boy games is a lot of them are just like because they're on Game Boy, they're these little, you know, like yeah. little tiny things.
0: Do you remember like, Perfect Dark that they had oh, on, on, yeah, on like the Game Boy good. Color? I, I didn't mind it. It was not. Yeah, it was it was weird because it was like I don't know. It seemed like she was in a whole different setting, like in like a jungle, and it yes. kind of seemed weird.
2: Yeah, um, that linked up in some way to the N64 version, I think, as well, through the Game Boy pack. Like, if yeah, you had I the, think
0: that you got some extra cosmetic stuff. Extra,
2: yeah. Um, and it, of course it had the Rumble, which was cool. Yeah,
0: the Game Boy Rumble pack.
2: The Game Boy Rumble, yeah. That's wild. Yep. Um, But yeah, Game Boy, <laughs> I like Game Boy games. Um, so I like games like Battle Tanks. Um, there's a good Bomberman version. There's this game where you play, like, a potato spud. I think, what is it called? Spud something. There's a lot of weird Game Boy games, so I'm hoping they yeah. bring a lot of
0: stuff over. Yeah. It'd be cool if they <laughs> brought some of those games that had, um, like, the IR stuff and just did, like, a local, like, wireless feature.
2: There was, oh my hmm. gosh, this game called Dogs with a Z for Game Boy Color that used the IR pointer, and you would like bounce a ball between you and your friend with the IR pointer. And, and the Joy-Con play.
3: has an
0: IR sensor.
3: <laughs> oh, it yeah. does. Oh, it does. So yes, even it does. Like
0: Pokemon games, you could do your trading doing like the IR stuff.
1: Yeah. Wow. It does
2: uh, having Pokemon card the card game on the Switch is going to be really cool because if it supports online, being able to actually play. The game online, the card game, you're gonna be literally gonna be able to play the card game online, essentially
1: through the. Game I've never World touched color. this video game, so it's it's basically a video game version of the card game.
2: Whoa, you whoa whoa whoa! You've never played. Well, hold up, have you played uh, the Pokemon card game? No, no. Okay, um. I've so not, you've never you've never even I, played, like, like
1: I had the Squirtle card growing up, but that's it. Dang, man, I was was binders full of those cards. Yeah, I I (laughs) had like a whole tin and like binders. Yeah, I just had Squirtle. He's my favorite. Even before I was in the Pokemon, I'd I'd seen enough to know I want the Squirtle card.
2: It is a really good game. So it is like an RPG. It is an RPG based on the trading card game where you essentially go around from... They're basically like gyms, like there's not like a world you explore in, but you go into like gym to gym to gym and there's a bunch of people in each gym and you essentially play games, the card Mm -hmm. game versus each other. People to collect packs and they have, you know, gym people, you you know, you and you build your deck and there's gym leaders and you get more cards and essentially just you going through this world, building your deck, getting more cards. And it's pretty much based on the original three or four Wizards of the Coast sets I, th- I know it goes up through Fossil. I don't know if it goes past Fossil or not. It might. I think Team Rocket was to set after Fossil. But it yeah. probably doesn't. Um, but that's all the first 150 Pokemon are there, which is really all you would really want. Um, if you're not used to the card game, you might play this at first and be like, WTF, This is why is this game <laughs> so slow compared to other Pokemon games? Yeah. And so limited because... You know, you're you're playing with cards. You're not going to be able to like level up your Pokemon or you know, you know, there's no like adding moves or anything. The card is the card. So when you get the card, you're going to be playing the card game,
1: and you're going to learn the rules. That's cool.
2: Um, But I loved this game growing up just because it was another way to, it was a way to play the card game when I had no one else to play the card game with.
1: Yeah, yeah. You could practice the
2: card game almost. Um, you could practice the card game. It sucked I couldn't like bring in my cards and play like my own cards because I had so much better cards than on the game. Naturally. Um, it took a lot of grinding to get really good cards on this game. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm super excited that's there because again, if there's online, that's gonna be really cool to see. Yeah. That and the the two other Zelda games I'm excited about Oracle Seasons and
1: Ages. I never played oh, those. those are they so were on they were on three DS. I never played them though. Oh, I forgot they're on three. I also yes. didn't when play. You, min- I
0: didn't play Minish Cap. Um, when you play one, and then you start the other one. It like carries over your save. Yeah. and mm-hmm. changes stuff. Yeah. Yeah, these yeah. were Capcom
1: games that were really well done right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really want Phantom Hourglass, and, and but then you figure out the whole DS situation. That'll be hard. Yeah, it's yeah mm. yeah. Yep. Because um, you could have the switch vertical and like a controller case thing that pop mm, it at. that no. might be easy to it down there. um, I'd rather just have two
0: screens side by side, yeah, maybe you could like swipe one out to make it smaller or make one bigger, you know, like yeah,
1: you know the ultimate solution Nintendo sells um like the n sixty four controller right. They need to sell a uh, DS controller that a second plug, screen. Well, you plug, you plug in, plug into, you plug, plug into in a USB-C cable into switch. This DS controller and this DS has is basically a, a hollow DS, and it has a screen on both t- sides. And just this is this, this this DS that all the brains <laughs> there's no brains. It's what just are like you? A, what? It's just like I don't
0: uh, know what he's talking about. He's what like, are you pl- talking about? Just Tim? Plug
1: your Switch into a DS. So you
0: plug your Switch into a DS <laughs> is what you're it saying into the, the shell of a system. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, mm. right, what they
0: do is they release a Joy-Con set that basically just has like a screen already attached to your Joy-Con. So Ooh. that way when you like slide it in, yeah. it just makes it like dual screen. Yeah. And yeah. it just plugs into the USB C on the bottom or
2: something. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see mm-hmm. that. I could, well, I could not see it because they're never going <laughs> to do it, but I can still see it. Yes. I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it if they do it. So, yeah. Oh, that system yeah. might just die a sad death in the, in the grand scheme of time based yeah, on all the dual screen systems. The, the dual screen stuff. Yeah. I, I... There are some good emulators that do let you set up the dual screens and let you choose, you know, how big each screen is and how well, you we really want to position need John but... is
1: like you have the Android emulator thing. You need a, a dual screen foldable and, and maybe the, the rise, the flip phones, the foldable screens the f- will... you just
2: need a Samsung. Fold. Yeah, maybe
1: Samsung, maybe a Samsung device will make this uh, a good reality where you have, um, well, they do have like the Z flip, you know. They do like have
2: uh, emulators for DS on those already.
1: Yeah, that could be that could be a good experience, right? So, yeah, well, for Pokemon games,
2: because there's just, like, one button. Sure, yeah.
0: Well, I think that they could even just, like, stack the two screens, because well, they're well, such need, low resolution. Yeah. Well, that... you could
1: get a backbone for uh, a Z Flip or something. So you have wow. a real controller with the, the folded screen in the center somehow? This thing's gonna be why don't
2: you why don't we just get a DS? Why don't we might,
1: just go back and get as a well.
0: DS at this point? <laughs> might as well yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. So um very exciting. Z Chronicles 3 got the DLC story tree, uh teaser dropped. And we saw an older Rex from Z 2 and uh the regular age Shulk. So this this DLC story is gonna go places, it's gonna be bonkers. We're gonna have lots of just crazy stuff happen. I feel this be good.
0: Yeah, you're the only one that plays this game.
1: So, <laughs>
0: um, oh yeah, so, Xenoblade. Yeah, I don't play that.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, spoiler alert for ZLA Chronicles Two. Fast forward like 30 seconds, uh, briefly here. Rex at the end well, this has also been a spoiler for Evil three at the very end of that um so Rex it is revealed in an image uh is the father of these babies uh of uh pyre and mithra so he <gasps> he, uh, he has uh he uh, have played the game
0: yet, Tim. You just spoiled it. You for said you own the game.
1: No, he, I said
0: that you're the only one that plays them. But... I thought you said you didn't care about
1: playing this. Are you angry? Are you angry?
0: <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just messing. Okay. with Still, but Rex is me. like, the is like he's like
1: he's like kind of a stud. Uh, he's like having all these babies at the age of twelve. Um, that's weird. Yeah, he's kind of young. That's, that's, he's he's portrayed that's very weird. Young. He's portrayed very young. I think so, he's
0: a, like an adult, though, because he was at his little child island and then he left. And now <laughs> he's, he's working, <laughs> sending money back to the child island.
2: What is this game? <laughs> this 12 year old on we a. You know what I'm talking so, about, Tim. So forbidden, forbidden Island if, having. You'll
1: see if we'll see Rex as the old dad didn't have all these like uh, babies running around that are, are of age now. I don't know. It's going to be wild. Is so. that what
0: the Child Island was Were they other like orphans from him? I don't Is know about the Child Island. Back?
1: I'm not sure about the Child Island you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you remember where like when you
0: start the game he has to send money back to some woman, you remember? Uh, and then he yeah, goes yeah, yeah. and then he meets her. Yeah, and that's where he used to live and there's a bunch of kids running around there. Yeah. Like I, a bunch of I orphans. need not even
1: play the game. It's been a while. Um <laughs> It's like a 200 hour experience. 200 hour experience. I probably won't play it anytime soon. Um But that's a bonkers game. I'm I'm excited for the DLC because the the story is it it can get wild and crazy and fun. Yeah. Um, So, finally we're getting Advanced Wars. It got delayed about a year. It was originally supposed to come out um, April 8th, 2022. It's coming out April 21st, 2023. So, it's, it's been sitting on a shelf and they said let's pull it out again. Yay. It's $60, which I dang, I, is it really? I will not be buying this. It's uh, not the money. It's $60. It's $30 a piece. You can look at it that <laughs> yes. way. Yes. I'm looking I've at it
0: never... like
2: Metroid Prime Remake is $40. <laughs> and this is $60 as a
0: remake. But like, it's two games.
2: Two yeah, years.
0: but at
2: $30. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, interesting. Uh, this should be $30.
2: I mean even like Total.
1: F- anything other than sixty, honestly, like full <laughs> price. Uh,
2: like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Okay. I uh I've never played these games and uh forty. It's not on my short on. list either. But um yeah. yeah. Um
2: not at sixty, man. That's no. uh oof.
1: And in other monoliths often use outside of Xenoblade Chronicles, um they have made um These games, the Kaidos, Eternal Wings in the Lost Ocean, and Kaidos Origins. These came out in 2003-2006. These were the last games before they did Xenoblade Chronicles. And they're being remastered for Switch. Um, They're known for their card-based battle system and for the original setting the player as a guardian spirit rather than a party member. Um, So you're kind of like Moss, where you're the I don't know, looking over what's going on. So I've never heard of these or played these, but Oh, you've
0: heard of them because I've brought them up
1: on the oh. show before. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Yeah.
0: I've talked about how I played them back on the GameCube and they're okay. a lot of fun. Uh yeah, but it is really different in how you battle with cards. Um, and sometimes it can be frustrating because like your deck is like randomly shuffled when you start a battle, so like you don't know what you're gonna get. And you're looking for like a defense card, but you can't get one, so you just have to take a hit. That's frustrating. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, that's what you should play if you like RPGs,
1: especially now that you played Xenoblade, you can go back and see see where they came from. Yeah, yeah. Well, very cool. Um, I'm curious how extensive the uh, like remastering goes with these. So these were GameCube originally games.
0: Yeah, I went back actually not too long, maybe like a couple of years ago, and plugged in uh, my GameCube and tried this game and it was so blurry, I couldn't even tell what was going on. So I was just like no, nah, okay. I can't play this. Yeah. You need to use your
1: upscaler thing on that thing. Yeah,
0: yeah maybe I should try that.
1: Um, Fire Emblem Engaged, you'll see uh, Wave 2 dropped and they teased 3 and 4. Um, I hear great things about this game, but it's one of those games that I just have no interest in. Um Yeah. Um, Mario Kart 8 uh, new uh, expansion announced. Uh, we're getting Birdo as a new character. That's new to the DLCs. We haven't gotten new characters. How since... is
2: Birdo not in this game already? I'm shocked, honestly. The Wii U <laughs> game had
1: so many characters. We had Zelda added and no Birdo. Because
0: Birdo is kind of one of those forgotten ones, you know? Birdo it's was true, a double really dash. It's
2: not an OG Mario character. It's not, it's a, it's not, yeah. it's a Doki character. Doki Panic character. Yep.
1: And they teased a new course, Yoshi's Island. And this is brand new, not in the Bubble game, not in any previous game. This is a brand new original course. That wow. Seen, which is really
2: cool to see. That's crazy.
1: And it's due out in spring. Uh, so, did a great DLC pack. This is like the best bang for your buck with DLC. Um, do, do, do you have the pass uh, where um, your wife can play these DLC courses, Aaron?
0: Yeah, I got the the family pack thing. Uh so
1: yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Um and then Splatoon 3 got a very bizarre DLC expansion. Uh we're getting Hub Worlds from the first and second game, but it appears to be just a skin and no John explain this. There's no there's no actual it's just like you relive the hub worlds kinda.
2: Uh well yeah, so I don't know about the second game. Okay. I know because they mentioned Ink which is from the first game, and I was confused as well on what exactly this is. <laughs> but it appears to be, yeah, you can pretty much change the hub world that you are in in the game. So
0: yeah,
2: um, you are now back in the old one, and they showed Callie and Marie, so they're going to be there. So yeah. it's kind of. It's kind of weird, because I'm like, how is this a full <laughs> DLC? Like, how is this... No, the
1: second pack is side order, and it's a single-player campaign, which I always do enjoy those. I know you don't care for the single-player stuff.
2: Well, it's not that I don't care for it. It's just, like, uh it's not the main entree,
0: like, yes, why I'm Yes, as there. it says,
1: it's the side order.
0: <clears throat> One thing I did notice about the new um setting is that it's missing a bunch of people in the plaza. There were no like walking around and there was no, uh, there was yeah, there's no me stuff.
1: Oh, cause me is dead as we know. Yeah.
0: So it, it looked really bare and I was like, I don't know why anyone would want this except for like nostalgia. I, I want it. As soon as I'm going to yeah.
2: like, <laughs> switch to this instantly. I was like, I want,
1: I, I want them to remaster <laughs> the single player campaigns from especially one, but also two and bring them here. That'd be great. The,
2: the plaza is great on three, but I have, I have two problems. One, it's a little too big. Um, now that said, you can always click the menu button and just go to like kind of directly go to, navigate yeah, places walks, through the I menu. Mean, just, um, yeah. But and sometimes you do have to walk around to get around okay. a little bit. Um, not always, not really. But and it's it's. It's a little too big just because it runs at 30 versus the rest of the game running at 60 frames per second. So when you go to the hub world, it's kind of noticeable. Um, everything looks a lot better. Like there's a lot more textures on things and like, you know, there's there's a lot going on. But it's like, man, I, I don't know. Uh, so I'm I'm going to try out the this new Inkopolis one and see what it's all about. I think I'll probably stick with it just just based
1: on nostalgia. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. I loved the the story from, from one. That was, the in the end, boss music and that was just on fire. Did you play the story in two? I played some of it. I actually didn't finish it. Because it's pretty epic. Yeah, the two's ending's pretty epic. Okay, I'll have to finish that. The Etrian Odyssey games are being re-released on Switch on June 1st. Many people, th- people thought these were dead with the depth of the DS and 3DS because it's dependent on the dual screen system, but they're bringing them back. Um, 40 bucks for a single game or 80 bucks for all three. And they're retaining. Uh, so these were dungeon crawler games. The bottom screen was used to draw the maps in the dungeon. The switch version will keep this function of drawing uh, the maps, but it'll have an auto map function available as well. If you don't want to deal with that. So, uh, I've never played these. I, I There is a, a fan base for these that I've heard. Yeah, I've never played them either. Um, they didn't
0: really catch my attention either. I was like, oh, I've heard of these, but uh, they don't look fun. So, <laughs> 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 I'm just being honest. They didn't look fun. They, okay, they just okay. looked kind of boring. I don't know. Did they look interesting to you guys? No, no it didn't look no, interesting. No. out the map. I,
2: I didn't sure what great. this was when Tim started talking. I was like, what is he? What is this?
1: So in other games we don't care about, uh, in uh, DS <laughs> land, <laughs> we're getting another DS remaster here. Ghost Trick, the Phantom Detective, a 2010 DS game directed by the Ace Attorney series lead. Oh. Um, the original okay. game involved playing as a ghost who has to discover not only their memories following their death, but also who is responsible for this death. Uh, you should play this on Halloween. Um, but it's coming out this summer. But mm-hmm. it's it's cool to see DS games. We were just talking about the DS. Uh, it's gonna die. Let's it's bring as many games as we can to modern systems.
0: I think there's one game that you missed that like normally I wouldn't care about, but I actually was like, oh, I kind of want to play this game. It was the Professor Layton. Yeah, I thought so, that was a
1: dead series as well.
0: Yeah, it just looks kind of like interesting. Normally, when I see those games, I'm just like, eh, I, I don't really want to play it. But I don't know, something about this one kind of want to try it.
1: Yeah, I mean they're solid games. Uh, we're getting a new Tron game. Weird. Uh, weird. Um, what else? Sabadé Amigo has John Yeah. Excited. What? What? <laughs> Explain, John.
2: Um, do we need the bongos, the DK bongos? No, it's using the shaker. You shake the Joy-Con. Shake it. Okay. Oh, the one with The maracas. Yeah. Somebody. I Amigo. wonder if this
1: will use the HD Rumble to simulate the maracas. Mm,
2: that'd be cool. It'd be like the first game in five years to do anything right? with yeah. it. Um, but it's well, cool. I must, because... I must
1: say the HD Rumble in Metroid Prime is really nice. So it doesn't really kick in when you're shooting that much. It's more atmospheric. It's like kind of subtly.
2: Um, yeah, the, it's like environmental
1: stuff. It's very nice. Are you playing
2: with the Pro Controller?
1: No, the the Joy-Cons on the Switch. Yeah, handheld. I feel like the
2: Pro Controller doesn't have jack. It doesn't do it, right? It doesn't do the... I know it does. It has, it doesn't. Does it? Because yeah, i yeah. never... I feel like normal Rumble, but I don't feel like it's happening. It's like, you know, it anything is.
1: It might not be interesting. I don't know. I thought it was as good, though.
2: Yeah, well, uh, the, the Maracas for Dreamcast, and this was on Arcade, I think, too, way back in the so, day. So...
1: Um,- you know how there's things you can put your joy con in you know what you, someone needs to make is a little holder that has a maraca at the very top that you just put your joy con in. I'm oh, sure they will playing this game you can play some music <laughs> I'm sure they will yeah uh, yeah, um, level five is back um Deca police which is a VR-based police procedural with turn-by-turn combat. um, And I guess Fantasy Life is back. There's sort so much just random stuff in this tract.
0: Yeah, Fantasy Life. I was kind of surprised to see that. Um, May I make like a series out of this Fantasy Life now?
1: <laughs> maybe. Because
0: this wasn't just like a remake. It was like a new, a new entry.
1: Yeah. And uh, we got the Dead Cells confirmed for March 6th, the Castlevania um, and then Bayonetta Origins, we got more gameplay that's coming out March seventeenth. Are you guys excited? No, couldn't no. That with that,
0: you don't want to play a storybook Bayonetta.
1: Not really. No, I want to take all the the most
2: boring <laughs> parts about a game and play just that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we no. saw
1: more Kirby, and we saw a cool new mode added to it. Uh, this seems really cool. While you're like leveling, leveling up your character you kill enemies, that seemed interesting. A lot of Kirby. Oh, did you guys see for Valentine's Day? Nintendo released this like five minute video on the social medias. Uh, it's Kirby and Adeline. It's like a love story between Kirby and Adeline. Did it's just, not see that. It's, I, I have to send this to you guys later. It is the most uh, adorable little. The target audience is clearly five years old for this video, but it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's great. Yeah, and five year olds are on social media. Like, oh, how are they going to see this? Well, their parents will will see it and show
2: it to them. Some sick parents out there. They
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else from the truck?
2: Uh, Zelda. Oh yeah, there was yeah. a Zelda
1: game. Uh, this is Breath of the Tears uh, of the Kingdom. Yes i keep forgetting it has a
2: name it's tears
1: tears of the kingdom it is tears gonna... i've got verified by tears i'm always tears. gonna say tears. tears tears of the kingdom tears, tears of the kingdom okay, okay. oh wow
2: <laughs> escalated quickly <laughs> uh, yeah looks really good Get so we're building me. vehicles they're doing, they're doing it all. Anything that you wanted to do in the last one, they're like, just let them do it.
0: Yeah. So like, people were trying to do weird stuff to like make their vehicles and make flying stuff, and they're just like, here, we'll just put it in for you. We'll just make a flying. vehicle. Yeah.
1: I'm curious about the map. Like, we're in the sky. Are we able to fall to the ground and just go over the entire Breath of the wild map?
2: Yes. How do you get I from sky? To the ground is the question. That is the fall. question. You're just
1: going to fall? You're just going to jump?
0: <laughs> well, you have a paraglide. You're a Okay. I guess how um, We get all learned
1: there? from Skyward uh, Sword how you go from sky to the ground. That's true.
2: Yeah. It's going to be the same mechanic? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. We hope and
1: not. Yeah. We didn't see any of the shrines as of yet.
0: Oh, good point. Yeah. I'm curious if those oh, make yeah, it in. Yeah, good point.
1: Well, what if they don't
0: do shrines? They what if may we've not already like used up the shrines because they were kind of like our training things, right? They should come up with something new this time, like
2: dungeons.
0: Yeah, they should actually have dungeons. That'd be so cool. Because people always complain about that.
2: I think they should do dungeons.
0: But do like a lot of them. Do like a ten dungeon Zelda.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: Or twelve, and then like an extra six. Before you go fight the my gosh! Blast. An 18, an egg, egg 18
2: <laughs> dungeon, <laughs> and they're all water temples.
0: Yeah. My oh my gosh! I want this to be like a like a, I don't know, like a hundred and twenty hour game, like an can, Elden Ring. You could make it
2: that with the last one, right? You could you could stretch it out.
1: Oh, you could, yeah. And that DLC got bloody difficult too. Oh, I did, forgot about yeah. that.
0: I didn't even finish it.
1: That motorcycle you got in the DLC. That was bonkers.
0: Yeah, you could like use like
1: fruit for fuel. Yeah, I need to load that up right around the motorcycle. Yeah, I
2: need to play this game again before the new one comes out.
1: I am playing. this Yeah, game how, how's it right going? Now? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's going. Oh, it's oh wait, like, wait. Before we get to that, should we address the seventy dollar uh, elephant in
2: the room? No, who cares? It's seventy. We're, we're all gonna buy it. That's true.
0: Yeah, I think we should talk about it a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah, so
1: also they're bringing back uh vouchers which were there for Switch for the first year and a half or so in the United States. They've continued to be around in Europe and other regions, but NOA kicked them out. Um so those are returning so you can get Tears of the Kingdom along with, you know, Pikmin for $50 a piece. Great move there. Um yeah, and it's Nintendo saying they're having selective pricing. So this one's 70, Pikmin's still 60. Um so yeah, uh, discuss, Aaron.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, going back to, you know, me getting my Switch, the the Switch OLED. Uh, you know there's a reason why I I wanted to play my Switch games despite, you know, my Switch running so poorly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's because it, like the software is like so good. Right. Um, and there are so many other companies that don't treat their uh, like employees right. You know, we see all these like layoffs and all this stuff going on. Well, John, you had sent that text message the night of the uh, Nintendo Direct talking about how was it the CEO was talking about how cool. basically they were going to give everyone a 10% raise instead of laying people off. So I was like, you know, investing in their future, show some yeah. more support. So that's why I decided to, uh, to pick oh, wow. up this switch OLED. Really? Yeah. Well, I even texted you about it the next morning. I was like, I got to. Or I'm a simp for, for like labor. Oh, that's something. right. Yeah. 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 That was, that was yeah. serious. That was not true. Yeah. That was serious. Yeah. But then, so, so going back to the $70 price point, you know, I don't mind paying $70 if we know that the money is going to, you know, pay for people's, you know, salaries. And we'll also, like, ensure that we're going to get these, you know, quality games. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, going you have things the like the,
1: the Quarry launches for like $70. And, you know, we we would probably say Aaron like that's like a fifty dollar game or something. Like I don't know. Like the value of a game is so um, interesting. Like some people like oh, it's all about the graphics, but no, there's more to a game than just like four K graphics. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the, the t- and they they have been spending the past six years creating this this game. It's it's been a long time, and then they've been working on this for a bit here.
0: Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, it's like there better be a lot of new stuff in it because if there's not a whole lot of new, and I see a lot of stakes are high for this stuff, game to be a 10. Yeah. I'm going to feel like, what were you doing for the last five, six years? Yeah. Because Majora's <laughs> mask only took a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. The stakes yeah. Are high. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, 70 is the norm. Microsoft is also bumping theirs up. And, um, I have quality concerns about Microsoft Studios and how they manage it. So we'll see if their games deliver this year or not. Um yeah.
0: They did also say though this is will be it's not gonna be a standard, it's not gonna be no. you know seventy across the board. So it's good to see, you know, like a Metroid, uh, Metroid Four remastered. Yeah. Well, but the physical though is fifty. That's kinda
1: sad. I thought it was four. it's fifty.
0: Is it I don't know, but my total what I paid was like fifty something. Shipping.
1: GameStop shipping. shipping, they'll charge okay. you like where twenty did you bucks. it? I don't. I think yeah, it was GameStop. 40. It was
0: sold out everywhere else. I had to what? go to Isn't GameStop. Best Buy. Yeah, they were sold out. So get, yeah, what? GameStop charges
1: a lot for shipping, and you have the sales tax where you live as well. Yeah, so that's where you got to up to fifty. So, man, it was like yeah, it
0: was like fifty-two something.
1: Yeah, I think I saw it in Amazon. So it looks like it's like slowly being restocked to places. So you might be able oh, to man, catch maybe. a cheaper. Yeah, I
0: might try to get on Amazon and cancel the GameStop. Yeah, you
1: might be able to get cheaper pre-order somewhere. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean the quality's gonna be there. Something I discovered was that um, in Japan, variable pricing is almost like it's the norm there. Nintendo charges more for RPGs uh, there. Like Zembla Crackles Two is like an eighty dollar game. Uh, so let me pull up. I, I took some screenshots from the eShop over there, and it's kind of fascinating. Uh, the the price you know differences like in Japan how. So Pokemon is 6500 yen. Uh Pirate Emblem Engage is 7600 yen. Uh The so, Kingdom is 7900 yen. And um for Xenoblade, Blade it was it was more. What what was it? Let me pull it up here. It how was, much is a yen? It's, it's so 7600 <laughs> yen is roughly $1. So All $76 right. roughly. All right. Um and uh, yeah, a Xenoblade, eighty seven hundred yen, so roughly eighty seven dollars. Um, so they do very uh, lots of variety there. Um, part of it, I yeah, I don't know when they started doing this. I must have been for a while though. I think it's kind of, kind of a cultural thing how they're more okay with it here than in the states. Um, I was looking at uh, Sony; uh, they mostly six, stick to sixty five hundred yen for their first party titles. So um and then I saw stuff like Star Wars uh like Jedi Fallen Order 2 is gonna be close to a hundred dollars worth of equivalent of yen over there. Um Hogwarts Legacy was like ninety-five dollar equivalent, so lots of variable pricing over there in Japan.
0: Um yeah, that's kinda interesting. I wonder why it's not like that here. I I was trying to think of reasons why it wouldn't work well, but I can't. Outrage culture of Americans, but why would people be outraged?
1: You know, I feel like.
0: Uh, I mean, I've mean, seen have to all change. sorts of
1: outrage from just the seventy for for Zelda. It's like, uh, come on, people!
0: Well, they would change, you know, which games would be more expensive here, so we wouldn't like RPGs, for example, would be probably cheaper, right? Which for someone like you and I would be good, yeah. But they would probably charge more for like first person shooters, like you know sure. Call of Duty and stuff that are. But they already do that now. I mean, if you get a Call of Duty game and you're like <laughs> really playing it like day one, you're probably pay or you know like around $100 to get the season pass and all that stuff And I together. think the
1: Hogwarts Legacy strategy of early access for 10 bucks more in the special version, that'll be a norm to make them 80 if you want to be in early. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, games are getting they're so expensive to develop these days, <laughs> like they're taking longer than ever and yeah, they're more and polished and still
0: releasing unfinished.
1: They yeah, a lot of them are. Some aren't. Um Anyways, <laughs> a Breath of the Wild, Aaron. Um, yeah, holds up. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. It's um, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of frustrating though because I know what the game holds for me later. You know, when it like really opens up mm. and like you know, you just have all of your like weapons at like max and all that stuff, and you know, like thirteen hearts and all. But right now, I only have a few, and I still need to scan in my horse
1: and all that. I remember when I was playing it, I had, like, my whole, like, 100-plus amiibo collection just at the ready of just scanning every day and the items. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I it haven't is. done yeah. any
0: amiibo yet because I just don't really want to sit down and do it.
1: You need to get the amiibo cards and just have, like, a whole stack of them. Yeah. Just, like, at the ready, you know.
0: I have them all right here, though. They're all sitting on Even All my Zelda ones are right here. Okay. So... Okay. Ready to go.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they'll do that for uh, tiers, the, the amiibo uh, drop in of items. I think they will. I think they have yeah. to
0: keep it going. Yeah.
1: How is the, the crafting of uh, foods? Is that still something you're doing? In there? So
0: I'm trying to do a little more food crafting this time. So my first time through, I didn't really do much with the food other than like whenever I need like some health, you know? Mm-hmm. And I didn't really craft a lot of oceans and stuff um or food that would I like didn't for example, either. You climb there's like whole recipe
1: books that people have made up for, for zelda yeah.
0: and i even did though take a lot of screenshots whenever i'd find like a new recipe and like a um, like an inn or whatever but i never would you know go back and actually make the recipe so this time i'm yeah. actually trying to make things and like when i climb i try to make a conscious effort of like eating something that would make me climb faster or something but yeah um it's kind of hard to do that when you know that you can just get the the wind thing and just shoot up and skip mm-hmm. a lot of the
1: climbing yeah and um you're playing on the tv or handheld
0: uh i'm doing a little bit of both because i'm trying
1: to play a little more
0: handheld but the weird thing is i find myself just sitting right here where i am just playing in handheld modes. in front like, of a monitor yeah why don't i just plug it in and so I even moved my Switch uh, switch dock up higher because it was way down by the floor on the lower shelf. Yeah. But now it's easier to, to plug into my TV. So it's a little bit just kind of play in like handheld whenever I don't want to switch over the input for some reason.
1: Yeah. I like handheld on the couch <laughs> or bed or on the recliner kind of thing versus the desk, you know. Yeah. And yeah.
0: still, I don't know. I still think the Switch is a little big. For handheld, like you know, that's what I, I love about like, it. Such the... a huge
1: screen, I love that.
0: Yeah, but I have like the PS Vita. I feel like that's more of like a handheld size. Uh, the Switch is kind of like big for like playing in bed because when I play in bed, I kind of want to hold it up above me.
1: You know. Okay, okay. It's pretty heavy. It can be heavy. Yeah, yeah. And that original OLED Vita was pretty dense, I must say. Uh, uh... Did you ever have the light? The uh... The second generation of the Vita. I
0: did not have the light. I only have the OG, but it still it's dense. Feels right? light. I mean it's it's dense, but it's not
1: heavy. It doesn't feel like yeah. too much. Yeah. So I'm gonna be uh hooking up uh the PS3 and getting the Vita out. Um I ordered the uh legacy collection of Metal Gear. And um so what so they delisted all the Metal Gear solid games. Um but I bought a brand new unopened PS3 copy, which has a digital code of Metal Gear Solid 1 that evidently will still work. So I can uh, download that PS1 uh, game onto the PS3 and over USB or Wi-Fi, I can transfer that to the Vita to play it there. Um, is the PlayStation Store still open for the PS3? Only on the console itself. Uh, there's no mm-hmm. web presence. But on the console, it is uh, for the Vita and that Um and then some my, my my goal is to play through the whole metal gear solid uh franchise here between the PS3 Vita and PS5 uh to play that um that that legacy collection has all of them um from the uh, original and uh, peace walker up through 4 um i believe um and then um but yeah i'm hooking up the PS3 and uh, i'm going to use that upscaler thing and see how that looks and I'm going to play some stuff on the Vita. I may end up getting two and three Metal Gear Solid for Vita as well, because <laughs> my handheld might be nice. You know,
0: it just reminded me, I have a PS Vita TV, Vita T, whatever that was called. Yeah. yeah. I need to hook
1: that up to yeah, the upscaler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that could be nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm I, as we'll talk about uh, later, I absolutely love Death Stranding and I want to explore Kojima's other works. So um, they're,
0: they're very different ah yes Death Stranding.
1: yes Uh, i've heard they're cinematic though in a way death stranding is cinematic
0: yeah Yeah. they're definitely cinematic
1: i hear i hear what was it four was like had like a two-hour cutscene towards the end yeah i can't remember which one but yeah it's it's pretty long yeah um which uh death stranding spoiler also has very long movie-length cutscenes uh anyway so i'll talk about that in a bit Um, so anything else on breath of wild aaron um, no, not right. really. And Animal Crossing, you nuked your village. Oh,
0: all your yeah.
1: All your villagers are dead.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was, so whenever I was switching over the the switch, I was just like, you know, I don't really need to take the the village. I was like, I'm going to be playing with my wife. She There's wants no to get into it. no online save
1: for this at all.
0: Yeah. And so I was just like, let me just go ahead and get rid of it. Let's start over. So I started up my new, my new, uh. Town. I still call it a town, even though it's. I guess that was only the first game where they called it a town, right? They
2: still call it town, right? Do don't they? they? I, I don't think know. it's like, I an, island it it's like an, an island now. It's an island. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: Technically, yeah. Yeah. but um, yeah, and uh, it's pretty cool because the two starting villages I got, they both have horns. So I got Coach and Pashmina. Um, Coach. And then I, oh yeah.
2: my God, Coach.
0: And then I went to this island um just like earlier today and there was someone else there that had horns and I invited to my island so I'm going to try to keep this horn theme going. Yeah, just have all the villagers
1: horns. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. A rhino. Just kind of like a throwback a bull. to the first
0: animal crossing where you had horns. You had your horns? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Are there hats with horns?
0: I don't know.
2: You need I'm to find. Kind of sad they took the horns away. the OG, yeah, that's all you had were horns.
1: I mean, it seems like there might be a hat that has some horns on it. A Viking hat. Yeah. You're enjoying Um, the experience so far? Yeah. So, uh, at the beginning,
0: I don't know. I thought I remember when I started last time that I got, like, a pole pretty early on and, like, an axe and stuff, and I was able to upgrade my shop pretty quickly. This time, it took me, like, four days to upgrade my shop because I couldn't get any other tools besides a net, and a fishing pole, and I'm like, yeah. what's going on? And so... Do you still need any tools? Uh, I do. I need pretty much everything you can give me. But <laughs> I did go get a wetsuit. Some On, like, day two, he's like, here's a wetsuit, which allowed me to then swim all around my island. I can get out, you know, on shore and go check out other stuff. And then whenever he... Um, well, I did get enough stuff to do my shop upgrade, and Tom Nook is like, all right, go find a place to put the shop. So I swam and I put it far away on like a part that I can't get to because mm-hmm. I don't have the pole to cross the river. And I realized that you can pretty much get locked out in your game, really like screw yourself over. If you do that, set up your shop on a part of the island you can't get to and then swim back to your home or just save and mm-hmm. like drop your web suit before you save because you would never be able to get back there. Brilliant. Yeah. Soft lock yourself in Animal
1: Crossing. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm yeah, downloading it's, the, the it's update now. My version was out of date, so I'm downloading. Oh yes, Up. I'm gonna
0: get my pole. I'm gonna be able to. I need like a ladder too.
1: Okay, give me okay. a ladder. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Dead okay. Space. I, I hear nothing but amazing things. This is like the best lighting ever created in any video game of all time.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, the lighting. Uh, it's a pretty scary game. It's not like super scary, but there's a lot of jump scares that are not consistent so you might die to something and then so when you reload you're like okay i know that this thing's right around the corner and you turn and it's not there and you're like all right <laughs> that's <it's> kind of <laughs> you know like unsettling and then a few minutes later the same monster jumps out from a totally different place um but yeah i did finish it on like normal mode and now i'm going back through on new game plus on the hard difficulty are you going after so, the final yes i am so, so I
1: hear there's a glitch, Aaron, that if you try the impossible mode and die, you'll still get the credit for finishing it on that mode. Because when you die in the impossible mode, it just brings you down the hard mode.
0: Yeah, but then you can just go back to your previous save.
1: But I hear you don't even need to do that. That um, if you die on impossible mode, the permadeath, and it brings you down the hard mode, you'll still get the trophy for completing on that. Um, oh,
0: well, I better try to finish it before they patch that out. Yeah. But you, you have to finish the game on hard before you can even unlock the impossible difficulty.
1: Oh, I was not aware of that.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that either. So when I finished just normal, I was like, all right, let's do impossible. And it wasn't available. So I had to play through three times.
1: Okay. Gotcha. You're enjoying it. It's because, fun. Yeah. You get more powerful so, every time, right?
0: Yeah. So my first playthrough, I, I guess I did a pretty good job because I focused all of my points into just three weapons in my suit. Which yeah, yeah. You don't to want to pick up a
1: bunch of weapons because you'll only get ammo for weapons that you acquire, right?
0: Um, no. I actually found that I was getting ammo for the weapons I was holding. So if even if you have them in your pocket and they're not in like your inventory slot, like to be used, um, you can only have four weapons on your your kind of tool belt at yeah. a time. Uh, but even if you have yellow ones in your pocket, you'll still find, like, that ammo. So just put them into a storage locker, and then you'll only get the ammo that you're carrying.
3: Gotcha. Um,
0: but, yeah, I was able to fully max out those four weapons and my suit by the end of my first playthrough. And it made it really easy because – or three weapons and my suit. Um, yeah. So I recommend using the saw, the first gun you get, and the flamethrower.
1: Okay. It's pretty fun. Uh, it is on my list to play. I'm very excited for this one. At some point, I do want to wait until I can play it on my, on monitor because I don't want to play this on remote play. I don't think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Hogwarts Legacy. I've been playing a, a bunch of this. I'm like 15 to 20 hours into it. Um, phenomenal experience. Um, uh, you you can start if you'd like.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I have not really been getting too much into the questing. I've just been, like, exploring the world and killing a bunch of enemies, trying to get better at combat because it's, it's pretty tricky. tough. tricky. Yeah. yeah. And you only have, like, four spells that you can cast at a time, and then you have to, like, swap to a yeah, kind of, like, different, a different it's, hot it's, bar.
1: It's not quick to really swap between the sets. I yeah, think. you
0: have to kind of, like, memorize where you have certain spells. You can quickly go to them. But... Um I'm finding that one thing that really helps is I upgraded my teleport or like my dodge to a teleport.
1: That's so, so nice.
0: Yeah, and and it gives you a little more time to swap between your spells.
1: Yeah, and it's really challenging when there's multiple enemies. If it's just one on one, that's not a, not a challenge, but it's the multiple. Have you come across the
0: rooms where you basically have to break a bunch of pots and then you can walk through and do the challenge?
1: No. No.
0: Yeah, so there are kind of like these statues and there are a bunch of like white pots around and break all the pots and then the statue will open up and then you can walk into it and in there there's just a challenge for you to like defeat waves of enemies they're tough they're tough on on hard mode
1: yeah I mean what I love about this is all the characters in here feel like fully realized characters they have their own backstory they're all very unique characters it's a fully realized world the castle is alive there's ghosts the pictures are moving there's every, every little nook has something to do in it. It's not regenerated assets. It feels like everything is fresh and new throughout it. They're not like reusing hallways. Yeah. Um, the story feels like this could have been the next Harry Potter movie. If they wanted to do a spinoff series, like this is like what I've wanted since the movies came out. It's like a great story, fully realized world. It's it extends beyond the castle quite a bit. You're going far off places outside of Hogwarts, um, the broomstick flying is amazing. Uh, you can, it has like this awesome um, game where you're like um, grabbing these balls. Uh, is it like croquet where you're like, um, kind of except you're pulling them towards you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all, you tried of, it. Yeah, there's all sorts of great mini games, and then there's uh, basically a Pokemon game built in the Hogwarts where you're capturing these beasts uh, and there's shinies involved. Um, and that's what I found to be the best way to earn money in this game of just capturing all these beasts and selling them. But you can also bring them back to your little um, space and just play with them. You can pet them and feed them and harvest their 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 fur uh, to create potions out of. But you can just enjoy. You can just go to your Animal Crossing world with all your old beasts that you catch, your little pets. Uh, yeah, there's just so many little, there's so many things to do, and um, so there's over like a thousand collectibles in this game. I think uh, by yeah. the end of it, um, I'm gonna try to get the platinum. This thing, it's it's so much stuff. It's just packed full of stuff in this game.
0: Yeah, um, one thing I really like about it is uh, like the dialogue. So it really makes you feel like when you're talking to someone that what you say actually has consequences. Yes. You can say things in like a nice way or like a mean way. Sometimes you even have a third
1: choice, but, uh, and you can say a mean thing. Like I'm in, I said a mean thing to this, this girl that's playing this game where she's, if she wins, uh, the the person she's playing with gets a stinky juice spread on them. And I, I said this mean thing to her because she's kind of a dork. And then uh, the next, oh, you were mean to her. Well, the That's next response, right. I was nice, so I like corrected myself. I was just, I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, I'm just playing around. Yeah. Uh, but you can not correct yourself. Um, but yeah, you are forming forming relationships, and you can choose if you want to be mean to everybody or be nice.
0: Yeah, and there was this character in my school uh, or, like, my house, uh, Slytherin, um, Sebastian. Sebastian is my, like, he's, like, my, like, right hand. Oh, yeah, now. Sebastian's my guy.
1: Yeah. We're so both let, Slytherin. We use the yeah. uh, online tool to kind of choose which house we should be in, and we're both yeah. Slytherins.
0: Yeah, yeah. and, um, like, Sebastian's really cool because there, we, there's a part where it makes you feel like, you can share stuff with him and he'll kind of let you in on the secrets. And I'm not sure if it's like, if you're actually making that choice or not, you know, like whether it'll just play out that way, but it really does make you feel like you let him in on your secret. Yeah. He, he lets you in on his whole secret. Yes. And you get like an extra spell and you get to a whole secret part of Hogwarts. And yeah, Yeah, that's
1: pretty neat. And yet all the places are there, like the room of requirement, like, all the places, it's just a fully you yeah. it's you're going to places of the castle you probably didn't see in the movies cuz this is just fully exploring every nook and cranny of it yep um all yeah, the, it's like 200
0: yeah. years before the movie
1: yeah and um hogsmeade's there and um I, yeah hippogriffs are in this game and i guess you can fly them later on and yeah um yeah i, I like i'm tr- i'm trying to do as much of the side quests as i can But I also know I really want to be enjoying the story because you unlock new abilities as you go through. So it feels like... Yeah. yeah.
0: I kind of want to just go through the story because I got an achievement that said complete something as a Slytherin. So it makes me feel like I have to go through the game as every
1: house. No, no, no. So I looked this up. Um, You only have to do that first two hours of the game in each house. That's the only uh, house-related thing. So you have to get to the map room in each house but that's the only thing okay that's it well
0: they do have multiple save slots so they do seem like it was meant to be played multiple times yeah i wonder how much changes depending on your house because you do get different kind of friends that you yeah and i'm sure that those beginning quests are totally different
1: yeah that'll be interesting um and you're befriending different teachers and stuff i'm sure um brewing Potions is kind of cool and like uh the plants and stuff um yeah yeah like, it's pretty cool
0: that you can like go to like the room of uh room of requirement, requirement and like set up your potion stands and all that and you actually have to like have enough uh like materials to like create yeah. those and,
1: and you know, yeah fast travel is really well done so i it's funny um ps5 is so fast with the loading i saw a tip screen once for like a millisecond it disappeared it's like they're in there but you just you're not gonna see them on ps5 i haven't seen
0: any tip screens yeah I've yeah seen i the... saw it just
1: once it's like oh what was that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um it's crazy with the ssd how fast stuff loads but um yeah uh, and it just feels so great um battling and just being in this world and the voice acting is great it it, it sounds just spot on um,
0: i heard that the pc version had some problems it has like some slowdown issues and some pop-in
1: gc uh, seems to be not as good of a place as it used to be like a lot of just weird like uh mismatched uh frame hitches where you have faster and slower frames on games that should i think I think the issue hitching, is that hitching.
0: things aren't really uh, like optimized for everyone's hardware. So, you know, you have so many builds out there. It's not just a standard.
1: Yeah, but even so, top-of-the-line machines are having issues assuming, <laughs> for some games. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. poorly optimized. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, anyways yeah. Um, uh, Amazing experience. I was skeptical that they could pull this off, but they, they really have. And I'm curious if this means we'll get a sequel to this at some point. I think we will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, it it broke the Twitch record for the uh, most watched single player game. It got like uh, one point three million viewers concurrently, something like that. So
1: yeah, pretty how big is deal. how is the DualSense stuff? I've been playing it uh, pretty much entirely in remote play. Which that backbone in remote play, oh boy, I'm able to experience so many more PS Five games that <laughs> way. It's it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh pretty cool. The <laughs> Uh, like the haptic feedback, um, like the vibration, uh, is all right. Like I do definitely notice it mm-hmm. in a lot of places, but I've also noticed sometimes it kind of gets like bugged out where if like a vibration happens right before I teleport or load into somewhere, yeah, it'll sometimes just get stuck on Yeah, and I have to quit the game and rewatch okay. <laughs> it. Um, weird. Yeah. But the triggers are really cool when you're flying your broom because mm-hmm. it actually feels like a wind resistance. Oh, nice. um, and when you do like your boost, it kind of feels like you're really like, yeah, you know, yeah. Turn it on a boost, which is cool.
1: Now we should say this game is coming to switch in summer. I'm, I'm curious on performance. This thing looks brilliant. So I'm curious how the port goes with this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, John, any interest in, in experiencing Hogwarts legacy at some point? Not
2: really, no.
1: Okay, I've never okay. read
2: a Harry Potter book, so you didn't watch the movies either. Never seen the movies, no. That's amazing. Is it?
1: I mean, it feels like of our generation, like Lord of the Rings movies and Harry Potter. Those were our our jam. I don't know. Mm, yeah, yeah. And you're, no, and you're like, no, yeah. no, Harry Potter. Okay, okay. Because these um, these, uh, these actors are a little, like our age group, uh, pretty much. I think. Similar, yeah,
2: yeah, no, my brother was into him, read the books and everything. I just never uh okay, never got into it,
1: okay, yeah, it's a fun world, fun world, um the experience, yeah, um, anything else in legacy' Aaron? um yeah,
0: uh, I think that's that's all
1: uh I've been playing
0: some some runescape
1: as yeah, well.
0: um, yeah, just getting ready for a double experience weekend that's coming up
1: cool deal and john yeah. uh what have you been
0: up to uh well there was splat fest this past
1: weekend how's the three team situation going there
2: it's kind of whatever it's they had like the trice the tries uh colored splat fest battles yeah. which seem to have not worked out too well because they kind of keep changing how they work and i don't even oh. think they're in there anymore they that's even, a don't shame know that seems
1: like a cool idea
2: Yeah, I think it's its own separate mode now. Like, before you get random battles, and now you don't really seem to. I don't know. They seem to maybe change the ratio of how many times you're getting them. I didn't get a single one this past Splatfest, so... Hmm. Um, Yeah, honestly, I didn't enjoy them too much either. Uh, It never really seemed super balanced. There was always, like, one of the, the team who... Gang up? Yeah, like, the team who was, um guarding the whatever the thing in the middle was always had seemed to have an advantage. I don't know, it just did mm-hmm. not seem very balanced for okay. me. So when I got one into those one of those tri splat fest battles, I was always just going, like, eh, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like a thing where it's like, oh yay, I got into one. Yay, it's gonna yeah. be fun. You know, it's like, no, whatever. Um but yeah it was that was cool. Got a bunch of super snails, which worked out because I'm still buffing up a lot of my gear. Um but I'm actually farther along than I think I was in the last games as far as where I am want my gear at. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Other than that, uh, no, nah, I haven't been playing too much at all. Um, so I played some GoldenEye because yeah. I had to check that out.
1: Uh, with the Joy-Cons or the N64 controller? I just played with the
2: Joy-Cons and it seemed I did not find it too oh. egregious I, as everyone else did. I initially tried
1: with the Joy-Cons and instantly gave up and was so lost.
2: No, it felt it felt like a sixty four game to me. It didn't feel too like different. Um, yeah, definitely had to had reinvert the controls. Oh, um, I did, I did do that. That felt yeah, because that was that, that was wrong. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. But uh, yeah. Um, I'm like, how is this the standard back in the day? Like I did not understand <laughs> that. Like, that was all. real. That was the standard, yeah. That was yeah, the standard. Got used to it. And my brother would always argue, because I'd always flip it back in the day. I'd flip it and he goes, We go, No, you what are you doing? No, this <laughs> is the better way. I'm like, no, how is this better? This <laughs> no sense. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, couldn't stand it. So yeah, I had to do that. But no, I didn't find it too egregious. I did try with the N64 controller. Um, but the standard controls were not that bad they weren't great either yeah it didn't didn't feel like a modern
1: game you know but it wasn't like oh evidently the xbox version has dual stick controls
2: yes yeah it does yeah
1: now the n64 version i saw a control option of two n64 controllers uh yeah have you never played that way i've never played that way it is supported in this game it is supported i kind of wish you could do that with the joy cons and have each joy con be a. but that's unsupported that sounds boring.
2: yeah. Well, it's just a, it's the problem is it's in, it's literally the Nintendo version is it's just running an emulated upscale so version of the how game. How do you
1: hold two these C Four controls? Are they on a table in front of you, or do you're you just it? holding the center part?
2: You hold the center part on both of them. Okay, and use the triggers.
1: You yep. you don't use any face buttons for that. Nope, just the <laughs> you're
2: just, just the triggers. What uh what face buttons do you need? You're just it's gold knights It's yeah. how do you change
1: which anything. weapon you're using? I don't know. In the
0: action bit, uh, I don't the remember. On the the like shoulder buttons. I it might know. be a shoulder
2: button. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you don't need to use the face buttons. You literally just use the triggers. And I need, I need to get a second. I
1: need to spend another fifty dollars to get another N sixty four. Yeah, if you can find
2: one. <laughs> Try that. Good luck. Yeah,
1: they're sold out, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, I I so I play Goldeneye on the N sixty four controller. I'm up through. The, I'm at, at the winter place. So I've made it through the first area, and um the rumble on that thing still kicks. It's, I don't have the rumble pack, but they did a good job emulating the just force of the rumble on that thing. Yeah, it, that is a good control. Yeah, it's it's good for rumble. It's yeah. Like, it's like rumble at maximum, kind of. No, no haptics, we're just like as much rumble as we'll give you yeah it, how just, it was those it things, goes those it, yeah yeah it's great wild. it's great and you leave
2: one on the floor and it, you oh, yeah.
1: go off it just blah, 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 <laughs> yeah. and, you, know, you just hear it and it's like what <laughs> yes that thing's so loud oh, yeah so great rumble so was it took intense wild to figure out you don't want to like have the reticle to aim rely on that auto aim for this game oh auto will be happy yeah I only really um, am on
2: and Goldeneye. It's pretty good,
1: and I love the this like the second mission of using the tank to just run over everybody. Oh gosh, that the is tank! So oh, my great.
2: God. That second level is so short. It is it's so. You've you done it like thirty seconds. Um, like, why isn't the first level so short? I don't know. I guess because it's modeled after the movie, so it's yeah. Whatever, I failed
1: but... the second one of the earlier missions because I left before rendezvousing with 006. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like upset, upset. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: are you playing on what do you play on? Uh, agent or the easiest mode possible? Easiest, uh, yeah. I think it's agent. Yeah, I need to get you through
1: play it. The harder difficulty, uh, you know. You after I do it once, I beef it up. But I, I really think we need to do an online multiplayer match in this thing. It's yeah, I once. think we should probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that need that's what's up. Um, then I uh, have been playing Death Stranding. I finished the story, and I'm working towards the platinum in this game. And uh, this is a weird game, I must say. Um, it's on PS5. I'm playing the PS5 version. And uh, so I played this. Yeah. So this game, you're walking this world with a little um, baby, like on your chest area. And I play this entire game with my new board on my chest. And I uh, do deliver parcels through a day job. So it just, you know, a lot of, lot of connections to me personally right now with this game. Um, and it's a very emotional game with... Um, with like babies and like connection to you know people and um just like had a lot of themes that were really just resonant and powerful and you encounter some pretty cool characters throughout and the, st- the story is just goes go some wild places you you see some stuff and this I don't want to give anything away but um stories is very intense had me in tears at some moments um and had some wtf moments of uh of the gameplay just dramatically changing from one thing to something completely different um in a cool way and it's a very cathartic thing just delivering packages i mean i can throw on a podcast or um occasionally there will be a music track that kicks in and when that happens i turn off the podcast and just it is just a perfect moment the the music sat the soundtrack in this game is phenomenal um uh, I would get the soundtrack. I have the soundtrack in my Apple music. Now it is a great, just chill out soundtrack and uh, some great selections in there. Um, and there are some, some custom songs written for this game that are very, uh, on point that are very great. Um, and it has like two sets of end credits. So I thought I was done with the game. And then, uh, you know, two or three hours later, I actually rolled the reel in. So, um, uh, and yeah, um, I'm connecting uh, connecting the world here, delivering packages still, and uh, it's the game I return to when I just want to zone out a bit and and try to get the platinum for this thing. Um, I'm very excited for number two. Um, and I've been playing this entirely on remote play, pretty much because um, I don't have much time for the monitor. Um, Aaron, you've played a bit of this, right? Played quite a
0: bit of this. Yeah, I played it on PC, and that's where I got like. Pretty far, yeah. Um, and then I started on PlayStation Five, and then I was just like, I'm I'm not ready to go through all this again.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, the gameplay probably doesn't (laughs) click for everyone. It did click for me, I must say. Yeah, it's
0: it's pretty fun, but it's also it really is kind of like a job. Like, like you kind of when you go out on like a long trip, you have to prepare, and then You you have to go out and do it, and it could take a couple hours
1: and yeah and once you get the zip lines it can be great i've done deliveries aaron in less than a minute with those zip lines it's great yeah it's great feels so good so satisfying um and uh how they treat death is really interesting because your character can't die he comes back repatriated so like when you die he does this really wild just like thing where he comes back from the, from the death dead. And it's also uh,
0: weird how they treat your mom being your sister. That's kind of,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little weird. Um, and there's some, there's some cool characters like fragile, such a cool character. The opening. Yeah. She just blew cool. me away the visuals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you can build roads. Uh, I really want, to figure out how to have all the roads built in my world so I can just drive across the entire country. Um you know, life goals, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you uh, must
0: have a high level of dooms, Tim.
1: I probably do. Probably do. because
0: you you cry during during the game? Oh yeah.
1: I I do cry. Um, That's and the part beat. of
0: the game, John. If you have a higher level of doom. All right, so when you start the game and ask you for your birthday and you put it in, yeah. and then if you're born during certain months, you have a higher level of dooms, and apparently when you have that, and you're around these creatures, then you cry whenever you're around the, the chimera.
1: Yeah, the BTs, um, so the baby, um, can, see, it's like this baby, the mother's like I'm trying to explain that the baby can, uh, see the dead and talk to the living, like, um, it's it's a weird. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Uh, yeah, I understand it. Yeah.
0: like the babies before they leave the womb, they they're they're in between like like a life and death stage, so they're able to have a connection to like the dead things and the living.
1: Yeah, so they can sense them and inform you if you're around these like enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to do some sneaking. Um, yeah, you have to hold your breath. Yes, about holding the breaths. So. It's a it's a it's a wild game. Um, the trailers I saw them many years ago. It's like, what the heck is this thing? Yeah. And I finally got I got I finally experienced it. Uh, it's really cool. Now, the the
0: type of game it is though a strand type game.
1: So oh, the online system so cool. It, it it's like the evolution of Dark Souls in my mind.
0: Yeah. Well, Kojima says it's a new type, a strand type game where like you play online, but you don't ever really interact with other players they just kind of contribute to your world
1: and they yeah they can leave behind like bridges and zip lines and you can contribute to their world adding materials to upgrade it or repair it and
0: yeah and you can put up like signs and stuff or other things and if people use it or or give you um like a like it'll like like refill your health or something during a, yeah and you can fight. do some
1: you can request materials and that'll show up in other players worlds to deliver materials for you and Mm -hmm. it's and you can yeah i've had roads finished by other players it's like i started on this thing and they finish it it's so that's yeah it's such a cool way to do online
0: the best way to do it is if you can build a road in like a hot spot like finish it before anyone else contributes to it then you get all the likes so like as people
1: start using it it really helps you out and yeah still very active uh i'm i'm down for number two i want to play this on day one two yeah Said. I think um, the
0: reason why it's still really active is because they just gave it away free. Did they on um, right? Isn't it? I mean, it's a part of the. Oh um, yes, yes. The, um, the PlayStation, the
1: extras plus t- or tier, yeah. Um, yeah, and then um, as far, yeah, as far as um, I'm not sure where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a, a wild game. Um, some cool. It's kind of it's it's all it's based in America, so it's kind of interesting seeing parts of the country. Yeah, um, it's a
0: really weird. It makes me like wonder though, what happened to the terrain? Like they never really explain how everything kind of got that
1: bad way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> kind of empties out <laughs> a bit. Uh, yeah. Um. So also we talked about Hogwarts Legacy, Metro Prime remastered. We also chatted a fair bit about. Um, Amazing game. Um, and I've been playing a lot of Hades. Um, I have not made it out of Hades yet. I have put a lot of time in to upgrade a lot of things in here, and I understand why one game of the year so many times gameplay is so satisfying. The loop is really good. Um, yeah, great game. I highly recommended. Um, and uh, that's all I have been playing, and yeah. Um Aaron, did you want to dive into uh the Hogwarts Legacy thing? Uh briefly. Yeah. We, we can talk about it briefly. Now
0: basically, you know, the people that know know that there's a there's a lot of people online that are not wanting people to play Hogwarts Legacy pretty much because of JK Rowling and how she's like anti-trans. Now, my feelings on this though are that, you know, playing a video game or pretty much Consuming any sort of of like media doesn't automatically mean that you align with that person's beliefs down to everything, and this applies to uh, the whole idea
1: of ethical consumption as well. Um, If you like, you know, electronics being built in some situations that aren't great, like every like it's you have to like escape the world to really. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's so much stuff that's not great.
0: And to to put this kind of standard onto everything, you would be pretty much spending your entire life trying to, you know, do like background checks on everyone that works for every single company to see if they align perfectly with your political beliefs and everything. And that's not possible. And even if you were able to do it, you wouldn't be able to to like purchase anything because you would find somebody that works for this place that does not like align with you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And they're going to benefit somehow off of you purchasing that product. So, it's just a bad thing to do. It plus boycotting stuff is just a lazy way um, to go about trying to make any change because it's the one sort of slacktivism where you don't really have to do anything. You're yeah, just saying that you're not going to buy it. Well, who's to say you're going to buy it anyway? Do you even have a console you know to play this game? Probably not. Like you're just hopping on the bandwagon. And
1: uh, it should be said that. There's a very prominent transgender character in this game that has a quest line in this. yeah yeah like
0: and they refer to you as a as a gender uh, gender
1: neutral pronoun they call you they yeah um so yeah I don't know yeah it's seems blown out of proportion like it's it's the hot thing to be angry about right now it feels to me
0: yeah uh, and it's it's weird that a lot of the people that are trying to Spread the word about this, or doing so on Twitter, that's owned by a <laughs> trans,
3: transphobic
0: <laughs> yes. person. So um, yeah, um, and it's it's really messed up. A lot of people are are like attacking a lot of streamers. So there's like some people have put together a site where you can just go put in a streamer's name, and it'll tell you if they streamed Hogwarts Legacy. And so that way you could just. Avoid them, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe yeah, I hear there's bots on the, like Twitter weird. and
1: stuff that are searching for and just spoiling the game for if you. If you talk about yeah. it, yeah,
0: yeah, people are like going into people's Twitch chats and trying to ruin the game they, they for become them and stuff
1: more toxic than yeah. source, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I think they should put that effort into um doing some some uh some good some trans activism, yeah, you know, rather than some hate against people that might actually. You know, like not uh, like align with the anti trans views of JK Rowling.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And so, like, we were talking about this like before the show how, like, JK Rowling said that pretty much when she sees people purchase her stuff, it's kind of uh, like justification for whatever she believes. But that's not true. We all know that that's not true. because no. You buy something doesn't mean that you agree with them. But for people to then go, uh, like, attack people that are playing the game is them falling into that belief. Like, you're falling into her trap by then automatically saying that if you play that game, you believe what she's saying. So stop making people, you know, fit this role when they don't.
1: <laughs> and there's a huge, huge development team that spent countless years yeah. developing this game. And this is their first big breakout, you know. Hit, I believe uh, they were working on much smaller titles prior to this. This is their first big chance at it, at, you know. And they're doing a great job with it.
0: Yeah, I think they did a really good job. It's a really good game.
1: So, with that, uh, I believe this mega episode, uh, which is even longer than our Game of the Year episode, <laughs> is uh, finally <laughs> wrapped up. A uh, lot, a lot of chat about this week. We've been playing a lot of games, and that that direct was something else. Yeah. Um, so Aaron, where can folks find you on the interwebs?
0: Um I'm pretty much on Twitch at Sage Levi and uh, Mastodon. Now I'm not using Twitter anymore. Twitch yeah, Ted. so you can find me at
1: uh Social. Very cool. <laughs> so it, it, it's fun to they say where we are on Mastodon. I gotta look my my my, my server. You're, here. you're at Mastodon.World. World. That's right. I like the that world. You know. What are you, John?
0: I'm um, you... mastodon.social. Are Are you the full Mastodon or? <laughs> yeah, TV the and... full
2: Mastodon. Okay. But from what I notice, when you search, you don't need all that. Like it always pulls up
0: everybody. Yeah, it sure does. Really. Without that's there's it, not yeah. a whole lot of people. But that's probably they're... true. Yeah. Yeah, you know, once there's a lot of people and um, might be some duplicates.
2: Yeah. I guess there could be duplicates. Yeah.
0: Or can there be duplicates?
1: I there think there can. Yeah, like people created like. Apple accounts on accounts and various servers to make them look real. And mm-hmm. that's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I do like how you can be on your own server and have like at John. That's a thing. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Not sure how much worth it it would be to say. No, it's like eight whole...
1: to 10 bucks a month to have your own server. I don't think that's worth it, really. You know. Yeah. And yeah, my no.
0: server's just run by one guy, which is pretty crazy because it's like the second biggest apparently oh wow i think i'm on yeah. the biggest one
1: you yeah, are yeah you, i would I did not get an invite to that when i tried to sign up so i, I went with dot world mastodon, a world invite. Team. i just literally went in and signed up and it was not open anything? when i tried
0: back yeah then. yeah you and i got in like the day before um it really got hard mm. to get into some yeah. of the bigger interesting ones. i did
1: not know that yeah so i'm uh t chatting at mastodon dot world you yeah. know and uh, that's where you can find me And um, with that, we'll talk to you guys next time for level 211. Bye.